Need a better shower? Go to nebbia.com slash TMS. That's N-E-B-I-A dot com slash TMS to check out what they have to offer. The first hundred people to use the code TMS when checking out will save 15%. Again, that's nebbia.com slash TMS and use that code TMS to save 15%. Coming up on TMS, I killed you. Sorry for your loss. Bees like to fling feces. Let it suck first. Same Schmidt, different season. The warmer it gets, the stickier it gets. Gina Davis reprising her role as dead. <laughs> the young Lando Calrissian Chronicles. Shot in the bee with the T. The future is full of packing peanuts. The Great American Podcast Baker. Whose hands on what puppets? Lando, what have we here? Where <laughs> the hell was I? The Fargo Cinematic Universe. Making things hewn from a chunk of tree with Bill. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Astrocade, the professional video game system that gives you four-player capability, three built-in games, a calculator and these new cartridges creative crayon even the young can make beautiful pictures on the first day of christmas my true love sent to me a patri in a patri <laughs> The Morning Stream. You have chosen poorly. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS, a brand new week of The Morning Stream. It's Monday, December 14th. It is 2020 still, and I'm Scott Johnson. I'm here with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hi. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, You know. I really must go. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> the answer is no. But baby, it's cold outside. You know he's either done that or it's coming. So <laughs> don't tempt me. He's uh yeah, he's the he's the TikTok account I sometimes regret following, but always try to yeah. capture when he does something real weird. And uh today was one of those days, so on the first <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there's more later in the show. Anyway, hey, welcome yeah. back, everybody. We hope you had a nice weekend. I'm a little hyped up because uh, I've got a little vitamin B in me. I got a little uh, oh. caffeine in me. I got a shot. little. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I got a tea shot this morning. Oh, yeah, baby. Tea shot and a tea shot. Yeah. Tea. D- d- low you tea, got low TB tea. now. Congratulations, yep. you've got TB. Yep, I'm Mr. T. Uh, what's going on? And uh, to treat your mother right, as Mr. T always told us. And uh, yeah, it's good to be here. We're glad to be here. We're going to do a whole full show for you. We got all kinds of stuff, so stick around. All right. Here's a problem I've done. I've created a problem. Would you like to hear about my problem? Oh, yes, I'd like to hear it. Tell me. I don't know if it's a problem. I mean, I'm really happy that it's happening, but it's bad for me because it just seems crazy. So I got, you know, I kind of went on a bit of a, after uh, season four of uh, Fargo ended, I went on a bit of a binge back to season two because I wanted to take this thread line of the end of four which mm-hmm. connects to two in a really interesting way. And I just kind of wanted to go back and fill that out again. So I did that and I ripped through it and loved it. And then I went, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm going to start three again. I'll eventually <laughs> get back to one because I just, you know, I just haven't thought about well, going back gotta, there. But yeah, I'll, you got to complete the set. Yeah, I'll do that at some point, but I'm on this roll now of like continuity. So I start three and I get like two episodes in. And then my wife says, what is that you're watching all the time? I said, oh, it's Fargo. You probably, I don't know if you'd like it. She goes, well, you always say that, but I like the movie. Why don't you, why don't we watch Fargo? And you tell me if you're like, I go, well, all right. You know what? Let's sit down and watch a couple episodes of season one. See if you like it. Mm-hmm. 
she sits down, she watches two episodes of season one and becomes completely addicted to it. Can't stop, <laughs> must binge, stay up till 1.30 in the morning she, that night. Watch did she things. watch the? Did she watch it originally the first time you guys watched no, it? No, we ne- she's never seen it. It was the first time. Oh, wow. Oh, and the first season's so good. It is. All of it's good. So, Allison, oh, yeah, it's all good. But I mean, you got Allison Tolman, uh, Ted she, Danson. No, he's season two. Or no, he was season two. That's yeah. right, with Carrie Coon. Yeah, no, season three was Carrie Coon. <laughs> Was it really? Jeez Louise. Yeah. You're doing what I do well, listen, sometimes. I listen, mix them up all the time. You've watched it in the last week. I've, <laughs> I've been watching it for like four years. So, <laughs> No, it's a fair point. So so we're yeah. watching season one and she gets completely hooked and we end up binging that thing in like a night. Like we watched all of it and it was like two something in the morning before we went to bed. Just completely just it soaked ourselves in season one. And she loved it. And I'm like, I'm loving her loving this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just stick around for the ride. Even though I just finished season two last week again for like the third time. <laughs> I'm watching season two again with her. And yeah. it's fun to watch stuff through her eyes. And season two is my standout season. That's my favorite of all of them. And I love them all, but I really love season two. And uh, she's completely hooked on season two now, of course. And we watched that way too late. Although we're still a few episodes before we finish that. And then before I know it, I'll be caught back up with my season three watch through again with her because, you know, we're just going to catch up and then we'll get to four and I'll see four again, even though it just ended. (laughs) You'll have, you'll have watched at least three full seasons twice before this thing is over. Yeah. Depending on, yeah. Can I tell you how glad of, I am? That, bit of, uh, one, yeah. Can I tell you how glad I am that shows aren't 24 episodes long anymore? Because Right. Well, some, some aren't. That's true. There is still stuff out there. but Tina's Tina's gotten us on uh, Blackish. Um, oh, is that a 24 which episode? I'd always, which I always no. heard is really good, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's a network. It's a network sitcom, so 23 episodes a season. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, if you're on a network, I think you still live by those rules. You still live by those rules. Unless, I mean, I wonder if there's uh, dramas. Blacklist probably does the same thing. It's probably 22, 23 full-hour episodes. Which is weird to think because if you take Fargo and add it all up, it's less than one and a half seasons of a normal network show. Mm-hmm. But yet it's four seasons long. You know, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird how to think about it. That's why I always recommend people. They're like, oh, I'm so far behind. It's not a big deal. It's 10 episodes each. You just yeah, rip right through nothing. it. It's nothing. Right. Anyway. Hey, you know, the ones the ones I love are the uh, the BBC series. They're like six episodes and you're done. Or uh, Sherlock. What is that? Three episodes a, yeah. a season or something? Yeah, you're not even. They're, they're just like a movie. They give you a movie, basically. A three they give you, movie. basically, yeah. It's like... The, two-hour episodes but, pretty uh, nuts yeah but i so cool we're really enjoying it and i just can't recommend it enough and it's all i can do to stop myself from making references about it this which, morning uh, which season is mary elizabeth winstead third, that's the third yeah, third, with, yeah. Uh, ewan third. mcgregor and yep and she's uh amazing in it and mm-hmm. here, here here's something i know to be true of all these seasons they're all amazing and everybody should mm-hmm. watch it it's my Mad Max Fury Road of television. It truly is. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. And I know people are going to sure. get sick of me talking about it, but I'm in the middle of it right now, so just just deal with it. And then it got announced, I don't know if you saw this, but like a day ago, or two days ago, whatever it was, they announced that Noah Hawley got a multi-season deal with FX again to make an Aliens show. He's making a TV oh, I did show see about this. Aliens. Yes, an Aliens series. Yeah, we're talking like proper aliens you guys not like about aliens we mean like xenobite xenobite freaking uh, nostromo uh yeah uh uh, 
get away from her, you bitch, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, Seriously. and this guy, Noah Hawley, so far in my life, can mm-hmm. do zero wrong. Everything he's yeah. touched has been gold. Clearly, they have confidence in him. This is a mm-hmm. huge deal. I'm super stoked for a series treatment of the Aliens property from that oh. guy in particular because... Again, he takes things where you go, how's that going to work? And then it freaking mm-hmm. works. So how far did you get with uh, Legion? I'm still a season behind, but that's my that's on next. That's happening next. Because I'm yeah, not now, since I'm all like into this now, I'm like, okay. It <laughs> it's all Noah Hawley all the time yeah. until there's no more Noah he's, left to uh He's my TV hero right now. And he's got a lot of other projects in, yeah. in the works. But the one I'm, I mean, hearing about the Aliens thing just made me so excited. This is the reason, oh. like, you know, if you tell me, I don't know. Spielberg's making something. Oh, okay, it'll probably be good. Or somebody else. She's oh yeah, it'll probably be good. But if you tell me like Denise Villeneuve is making a new movie, I know it'll be good. Like I have it in my heart to know that that dude knows me and what I want, right? So he can mm-hmm. make Dune and I freak out. Anyone else makes Dune and I go, nee. okay, we'll see how they do, right? Yeah, they, yeah. He has proven himself just like George Miller, the great George Miller has proven himself with Mad Max Fury Road but Noah Hawley can do no wrong so whatever stay in bed with FX keep making rad stuff and I'm watching all of it all right mm-hmm. that's the deal that's the deal right there that's the that's, that's kind the of what Wade. I'm talking that's the deal eh the deal oh my Wade <laughs> even my, even my wife is starting to oh here's the other thing the other reason you gotta watch through again there I thought I knew about all the little surface connections to other stuff yeah. the movie other seasons and things there's yeah, so there much more? more stuff there's so much more so much more. So you know about the one, the Mike Milligan thing. I don't. I don't want to give anything mm-hmm. away. You know yep. about that. All right. So that's a, those are big, significant ones. But do you know? Okay. Do you remember in season two where uh, our our main dude uh, Lou uh, Solverson goes up to Sioux Falls and has to do this gi- kind of joint task force thing to stop that massacre up there, and oh, he has yeah, to right. has to work with that squirrely little mustache cop guy that works up in in uh, Sioux Falls or up in wherever he's at. Anyway, mm-hmm. that little squirrely guy's last name is Schmidt. I'm watching season three, and old man Lou, I'm sorry, season one, old man Lou, who's played by Carradine, David Carradine, yeah. says, is talking to the, um, uh, talking about that, uh, he's talking to Colin Hanks, and he says, okay. oh, where are you heading up to? Oh, we got to go up to Duluth and deal with, the, I got to talk to Soda. Oh, yeah, I had a, I had a joint thing I had to do with him in Sioux Falls once. That was, uh. That was a rough couple of weeks or something like that. Make some reference to the Schmidt guy. It's the same guy. It's Schmidt. He goes up there and meets us the same Schmidt. Now, it's not the same actor, but this is guy that looks just like Schmidt from season one. So what that yeah. means in season two, they, they picked a guy who looked a lot like season one Schmidt. And it was amazing. And then there's this other one. Uh, oh, and in the third season, the couple of episodes I got in, they want to they're, they're looking at some investment or something. The 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 rich uh, the rich Ewan McGregor wants to make some new investment or something. Mm-hmm. The, that twin, and he goes, "Oh, we should we should pass this past Stan Grossman." He says, and I went, "Stan Grossman? What, why is Stan that Grossman. name? What's that name? Yeah, What's that's... that name?" I go and I look oh. it up. He's the guy that Wade had to have in every room to make a deal in the movie. Yeah, the first in the movie. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say the first movie. There's only been one movie. Feels like there's been multiple movies. But so he's like, you know, Stan always knows the best deals, or Stan should look at this this paperwork or whatever. It's that guy they're talking about. He's just old and like still doing investment shit. Like, I love it. Just all That's this funny. continuity. It's so good. Collider Collider has a Fargo timeline, um, but it's a written one, and I want to actually. It feels like this would be a perfect infographic to show the 
the ribbons of the of the storylines of Fargo and how they interweave and like this thing you see in season four happened in season two and they're here about in season two and blah yeah. blah blah. So yeah. I would love somebody that. Somebody needs to make that. I, I don't I couldn't find one, but I haven't I'm just kind of glanced. There could be some sort of YouTube you know, I don't know. I'm sure there's a YouTube Fargo explained. Yeah, something like that. And those are those and are then so a reaction video. Fargo for reaction to my explain video. Fargo unboxing. Yeah. All that. Ten stuff. things wrong with the Fargo explainer video. <laughs> Have you seen, by the way, I don't know if you've really paid this much attention to it, but there are so many unboxing videos on YouTube that I'm starting to think the future of humanity has something to do with just unboxing everything. <laughs> So right much. yeah like exactly how did this wow uh, how did this civilization die this yeah. weird uh, earth people oh uh they just really uh too much cardboard uh from <laughs> unboxing things and uh all that factory air trapped in the box they would expose right themselves exactly to. Yeah. a weird a weird factory air disaster sent out multiple boxes to people they unboxed them live and yeah, they all died. Destroyed their destroyed their whole race. Stupid humans. Never forget. Always learn from the past. Anyway, yeah. so that's what's going on. I saw a picture of you with wings this weekend. I'd like you to explain. <laughs> I know. Well, Paul McCartney wasn't uh, wasn't touring with them right now. And, oh, uh, so you I, okay? I hung out with Denny Lane and. Uh, uh, okay, he's the only person from Wings <laughs> besides Paul and Linda that I can name. But still, I could name one person from Wings. Yeah. I don't um, think I we went to. By the way, I couldn't have done that. So. <laughs> You're good. We went to uh, Wonder Wonder, which is an art installation we've been to before. We went there as a mystery date. Um, I took Tina there, I think, back in February. And basically, it's an art installation in Boulder, Colorado. Um, I think they've got one in Kansas City as well, um, with multiple rooms. And each room is decked out and decorated with some weird art, artistic style. So, like, one room at the one here was all neon. And then there was one that like was a pink Christmas tree with um, uh, a fake uh, fireplace and stuff like that. And oh, the idea this is the one where is you went you... into the fridge or the the dryer or whatever. No, no, that was in New Mexico. That's uh, Meow Wolf. Oh, okay, all right. That was um, sorry. Continue on. I thought it was the same yeah. place for some reason, but nope, nope, different thing. Um, but it's but basically they're made for you to kind of get in and take pictures inside these art pieces kind of yeah it is like an insta backdrop backdrop exhibit with rotating rooms i mean this is like there's one room that um is all um lps and singles um mounted on the wall oh weird that's cool oh yeah there so, it is they just showed a picture of it on the site that's awesome yeah wow. um and i've been using that as a as a facebook uh profile pick for a while but we needed some christmas cards They've been doing some really good things as far as social distancing. Used to be, hey, we'll fit as many people in here as we can, blah, blah, blah. And you were kind of waiting for somebody to be done with, you know, you've gone through almost all the rooms and there are like two rooms that you're waiting to get into and like they're the most popular ones and people are constantly in there. They've stripped it down. So in the the place with 12 rooms, six people maximum at a time in there, uh, in the whole building. And um, they're following you around with uh, wipes and clorox spray and stuff like that to clean anything uh that you might have touched masks are on the whole time except for when you're taking a picture it's like snap snap all right put the put the mask back on so it uh they've got some really cool like neon stuff with neon in the rooms they've got some really cool um like a whole room that's hanging white lights oh that's cool it's like vertical like vertical bars so 
you see, when you go somewhere in the, in the back of the room and have the picture taken, you've got all these out of focus, in focus lights and things uh, all around you. Here, it's Chad, really, I'm going really to cool. show you, Brian, with the wings. So these are chalk, yeah, show, chalk wings or whatever, right? Chalk wings. So it is actually on a chalkboard. It isn't, it isn't painted. So they have a sign, please don't lean against the chalkboard. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to smudge that around. So that that is really intriguing to me because it means somebody had to come in there and make some really cool, intricate art mm-hmm. for then mm-hmm. you to stand in front of. And Yeah. I mean, clearly that's meant for you to take a picture in front of, right? Like that's the whole thing. It idea. totally is. I mean, everything in there is meant for you to take a picture in front of. It's an art installation. It's a... It's a selfie gallery disguised as an art studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Sure. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, they, they promote made, that on made the site. For, that whole front video they show on their site is just girls walking through there taking selfies. So, yeah. And there were, you know, we saw, we saw two of the six people that were in there at the same time as there might've only been two other people, but um, it was a couple of girls who looked like that, who just had basically had a, a camera of the phone holder on a tripod mm-hmm. and they'd sit in front of it and like do a little timer and go, ah, and then, yeah. you know, <laughs> peace signs or whatever. And then, uh, um, and then move on to the next one. Did it any- wasn't too far from what we were doing. I have a, I have a camera holder, a phone holder that the edge is kind of shaped like a SLR camera body to kind of give it more heft. Yeah. And there's a Bluetooth button on it where the normal shutter button would be on a regular SLR camera. Oh, that's cool. And that thing even pops off, so you can leave the camera on a stand and have this little tiny button that you can kind of, you know, have in your hand as you've got your arm around Tina and click the button without anybody telling that you're clicking the button. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Did anyone say this out loud? Let me take a selfie. Did that happen? Yes, I, I said that every every time. Okay. Every so, oh, you did. So then it sounded like this. Take yourself. Let me take a selfie. Take a selfie. Take yourself. <laughs> take yourself. I keep forgetting I have that one. Um, well, all right. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it was cool. It was would, fun. Wonder, wonder, and I think there's a couple of them across the country. Denver, I mean Boulder for sure, and then um, I think Kansas City. There's another one. I don't know if there's <gasps> That's where the Kansas City mob is. They're going to try to get the Gerhards in. <laughs> Oh, wait, you've brought um, me back to Fargo. One other thing I didn't put in the show notes, but uh, this weekend, maybe maybe partially inspired by the Great British Bake Off or just because I've always wanted to do it, I made a gingerbread house from scratch. Oh, nice. No no target. We're going to give you all the, the pieces. You just glue them together and blah, blah, blah. No, this was like from scratch. And um, you have pictures let of me this? tell you something. Uh, I, I can send you a photo and you can put it up on please, the deal. Please share that. On the deal, I'll give you a photo. You can put up on the deal. I need to be made aware of any arts and crafts that Brian's involved in. <laughs> I want All right, there you go. All right, send it to your text message. I think you can pull it up That's into perfect. the thing from there. That's perfect. That feels like the fastest. So, uh, here's the thing about about gingerbread. At least the recipe that I was working with. Yeah, it is like tar, <laughs> especially the warmer it gets, the stickier. The more you work with it, the stickier it gets. So you basically, here's here's what we did. I had two separate discs of dough wrapped tightly in plastic. Okay. Put one in the freezer. The other one is the one we roll out. And we have to roll it out between two sheets of parchment because it will stick to the roller. It'll stick to whatever you roll it on. Right. So uh, between two sheets of parchment, roll it out. And then I figured out you cannot, like if you're cutting a wall shape out mm-hmm. you can't like all right i'm gonna cut that little square and then i'm gonna use a spatula to pull that piece off of the parchment no because it will deform and bend and and go nuts 
So what I did is I cut everything. I cut the shapes I wanted out. And then I pulled all the other gingerbread off of that piece of parchment paper and put that piece of parchment paper in the oven, baked it, making sure to leave room between pieces that I didn't want to to stick together. Sure. And, wow. Uh, Sounds like a pain in the ass, uh, but... And then, then you wad that one up, wrap it in plastic, stick in the freezer, pull the other piece out, roll it out, cut some pieces, put the remnants back in the freezer, get the other one out. And yeah, it's... Um, it's nuts. The decorating is fun, though, and using a piping bag and all that stuff is kind of a blast. To- I'm just picturing you do it, and there's something jolly about that. There's something jolly about Brian <laughs> putting that together. I picture you. That's fun. A- I've never, yeah, I've never done one of those before, and it's uh, uh, the 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 royal icing gluing of the pieces together is the the most time consuming part because you've got the front of the house and the side of the house, right? Yeah. You like slather a crap ton of royal icing on there and it's getting all over everything. But the cool thing is it looks like it looks like snow melting and ice and stuff like that. Did you um, um did you okay, let's say you did this and you presented it in the technical challenge portion of <laughs> yes, right. the season of the Great Bridge Bake Off. What does uh-huh. Paul Hollywood say about your your house? Uh, uh, once he stops laughing, <laughs> uh he says, uh Well, your flavors are really good. It's a little rustic, isn't it? <laughs> What were you going for here? And he doesn't pull his hands out of his pockets uh, during the entire time that he's talking to you. Yeah, that's pretty dead on, actually. I'm impressed. (laughs) What were you going for here? Did you wrap it in plastic? Wrapped in plastic. Listen, it's still far better. I'd say this would get higher marks than the David Bowie cake somebody tried to create in the actual Great British Bake Off this last season. Yeah, that was... Whew! That one. That was a... That was a rough one. <laughs> I was like, wow, David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, that's David Bowie. Okay, I guess I see the lightning bolt on his face, but um, it's about sure. It. Uh-huh. It's about it. Uh, I really I really like that kid who, uh, oh, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. I really like those people this year. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> we just watched the uh, Dairy Girls season. Oh, the hey. episode. Yeah, what'd you think of that? Uh, well, I'm still, I, I'm, Halfway through the second season of Dairy Girls, I don't know how many seasons there are on on Netflix, but halfway through that, but um, two, I think. Number one, I love that series, and number two, having those those uh, uh, people. I won't say girls because one of them's a one of the Dairy Girls is a boy. Yep. <laughs> having them on, uh, I love that guy. Um, Great British Bake Off was hilarious too. Uh, Saoirse Monica uh, is just delightful doesn't it great as, as much of as a horrible person as she plays on, on dairy girls yeah she's so good everybody's great and it's so like that's the other thing is it happens right around I mean, they're kind of our age is what they're protecting uh yeah, showing right a little bit a little bit younger 80s, but 90s, yeah early mm-hmm. 90s late 80s and uh they it's what i like about it is i feel like i'm watching a thing that i totally relate to even though this is a completely different country they're in the mm-hmm. thick of like the northern irish yeah, and mess. they don't shy away from talking about no. any of the ira stuff it plays such no. a huge part in a in a comedy you've got you know uh marches the the protestants versus the catholic marches and the uh uh the orange and the green and the you know yeah, all the bombings the bomb. and stuff like it was just like it, you know what it is it's like this great it's this great lesson of all of this is happening on the outside Mm -hmm. but life goes on and Mm -hmm. it goes on in this particular way for these particular people even so even though that defines much of their world 
the world still they still have to go every day and do a thing and it's done in a comedic way but i really appreciate that that juxtaposition of, yeah. of big conflict but small lives you know yeah. it really worked yeah. for me i loved that it was really good great it's really Absolutely really good. great uh, well, good. Look at Brian cool. getting caught up on the recommendals. I'd have done some more recommendals from you as well, had I not watched. Had you not hundred episodes of back Fargo. to Fargo? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that theme song's burned into my face. I'm hearing it right now, like all the time. I hear the theme song. <laughs> I love that song. Anyway, uh, and song. you know, if I haven't talked enough, Scott, I'm going to talk a little bit more and let people know that we are now accepting applications for season three of America's Next Top Podcaster, which. If all goes according to plan, we'll start recording in January. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the other thing. We've upped the maximum time you could have been podcasting. Like we used to really focus, the first two seasons focused a lot on amateurs. And we still want amateurs. But um, <laughs> You guys were uh, amateurs. Now we're moving to the pros. Okay, That's right. What we want, honestly, uh, is a combination of amateurs and pros. Because I want to see if... If amateurs who haven't fallen into bad habits from creating their own podcasts do better than people who've been doing this for a long time and maybe can't work with a team or can't get out of the the ruts that they've been uh, working on for such a long time. So I like that concept. Uh, That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so what do they do? How do they get in? They go to America's Next Top Podcaster dot com. And uh, right there on the homepage, just under the uh, beautiful uh, photo of, my, of uh, yours truly, is uh, <laughs> is uh, a link to the application form. You fill it out and link me to some audio that you've done before, just so I can hear how you sound and hear your, your level of uh, uh, confidence and competence and all that other stuff. And uh, like, like that's even a jet, like we even care about that. I mean, No, we don't care about that. Listen to who we've had on our seasons. Exactly. And plus, look, remember, I'm a judge. Jury's back judging. Uh, mm-hmm. Who we have? Jenny Josephson. Oh, is, Jenny. Uh, that's right. She's returning. Yeah. That's fantastic. So Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and you've fallen into, uh, without even trying, because of because it's Jenny and Justin, you've kind of fallen into our Paula Abdul. <laughs> yeah. I'm Paula Abdul. <laughs> people up roll. Yeah. That's right. I'm in. I'm Paula Abdul. I'm trying to think of her hot song. Can't think of it. Straight up. Straight uh, up, opposite attract. No, that's the one. Straight up, that's what I was thinking of. Which straight is how I mountain. take my. I was going to make a drink joke, but I don't drink, so I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> but anyway, these are some hard judges, anyway. man, coming to the paint, ready to roll, and you guys uh, better be ready. I mean, it's a reality. It's a podcast reality show that tries to be as friendly as uh, as Bake Off. That's what I model it after. I don't try to do the. Ooh, let's pit these two against each other for some real drama kind of stuff. I want, right. you know, usually the want, real drama. We want comes everybody from, to be successful when they come out of this. Yeah, and the drama usually comes from jury saying something that's you know a little harsh. But other than that, that's just his job. It's fine. He's harsh jury number one. Okay, exactly. Yep. All right. Well, looking there forward you go. to America's that. Next Top Podcaster Yes, go sign up. We don't care how good or old or whatever you are. Age has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Age is just a number. <laughs> we don't care if you're weird. In fact, I'd prefer it. I love weirdos. Some more weirdos, please. Just as many weirdos as we can fit. All right. We're going to see if Dunaway's around. If he is, we're going to play a game. Even if he's not, we'll figure out a way to do it. But uh, his his status is currently a half moon. Nope. There he is. And I'm playing this. Half moon. 
Hey, it's Brian Dunaway joining us all the way from South Carolina and, as uh, always, a uh, participant in today's Babel Royale slash whatever the heck it's going to be called today. I don't actually know. It's Babel Royale today. Okay, nice. Uh, uh, Welcome to the show, Brian. Hi, how are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How are you guys? Oh, we're fine. We're fine. I have to... Super nifty. ...to turn you down. Wow, such snark. I'm not believing either one of you. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's hard to believe either one of us is what I always say. Believe that. Wow, so what happened just since yesterday and we did the best film sack of all time? Oh, did Mm. we? Did we really? Could you gauge... Can you grade that as our best that we ever did? Is that what you're saying? Well, yes, the most recent one is always the greatest (laughs) one you did. I don't know. I still get emails Marketing about 101. Uh, what's the one we always get emails about? The people still talk crawl. About? Everybody loves crawl as no, the first episode. Crawl. It's something people else. love crawl. No, they don't. No, they love. You're our right. Crawl we episode. were calling me Bibby. It was all weird. There was weird <laughs> stuff happening in that whole episode. <laughs> I tend to agree. We were, you know, we didn't know what we were doing yet. We were sh- workshopping in real time. Um, Minority Report is the number one episode we ever did. I think we still get a lot of comments. But what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does all the water mean, you stupid Spielberg weirdo? If we've ever had a moment on the show where anybody got heated, which really never happens, but I think that that's as close as we got to a heated argument, and it was me and Dunaway really squaring off on that. And uh, if you haven't heard, <laughs> but it, that, you go. but that, but that was that was okay because we we did that all the way back on Extra Life Radio. Yeah, we did. That was our job. That's what we did every week. We pounded <laughs> it out. The little bald guy from Brazil. It was great. All right, hey, check it out from Brazil. We're Love gonna, it. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and uh, dive in, uh, but we need a caller, and we have one. He's on the line. He or she. We're gonna find out who it is. Hi, thanks for holding. Who's this? Hey, this is Logan uh, Dreadnecks and uh, Tadpole. Dreadnecks, always Dreadnecks. good to have Dreadnecks on, man. How the heck are you today? Doing all right? I'm doing well, thank you. Fantastic. Uh, Brian, why don't you explain to Dreadnecks how this works and what he could win? I'll do that exact thing. I'll give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Logan, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic today you're playing for a prize package that includes Evoland Legendary Edition and Generation Zero on Steam, courtesy of Wesley, as well as a copy of the podcasting audiobook by Bill Meeks. Learn how to podcast without being a contestant on a podcasting reality show, which would be a lot more fun. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, there's no rules. You could totally read that book and apply. Oh, man. The advantage that you would have if you read the, listen to this audiobook before you uh, were on ANTP would be crazy. It's almost illegal at this point. Almost. uh, It just almost should not be allowed. Yes. (laughs) All right. You need a topic. This one comes to us from uh, Preston, AKA BioCow. Oh. Uh, programmer and uh, uh, great guy extraordinaire. As uh, opposed to, to the cyber cow? Is that a opposed, thing? Yes. Electro cow. Sure. Tim Burton and Danny Elfman are two huge names in Hollywood, although they stand alone very well on their own. They have famously collaborated on 16 movies. Can wow. you name those movies? Oh, uh, the game might be a bit difficult. I don't, I don't want to say. He's, he gives a little bit of a clue in his next sentence, and I don't think I want to do it because. Uh, That's totally I fine because I don't think it sounds very difficult. I think it sounds great. Their collaboration it sounds are, straightforward so far, unless there's some trickiness. Yeah. Oh, might be trickiness. Mm. Oh, uh, great. Might be, might be trickiness. All right. So great. There you go. That is your topic. And uh, now uh, it's time for Dreadnecks to decide who he wants to, who he thinks is going to win, and who he wants to go first. 
What do you say, Logan? Oh, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go with Scott to win. Uh, I will also let Scott start because yeah. I think I let Brian start last time. <laughs> yeah, that'll no, no, mess you up. <laughs> That the starting is is important. People don't realize that's a massive part of this game. Um, okay, well I'll start then, Brian. These are once again just for my own clarity. Collabor- Tim Burton and Danny Elfman collaborations. collaborations. Tim Burton directed Tim Burton directed movies featuring Danny Elfman compose compositions. Compose. Never, never Danny Elfman directed. No, and Tim Burton doing the music. Never. Right, none of those. Right, don't okay, include okay. any. Don't include any from that massive list. Yeah, it's a okay, huge, right, huge right. list. Gotcha, it's gotcha, just gotcha, unending gotcha. list. Okay, we're gonna go with. Uh, let's start with a, an easy one in my head, which is uh, Edward Scissorhands. Ooh, Edward Scissorhands, nineteen yeah. nineties. Edward Scissorhands. Absolutely, we're off to the races. Yeah, no, now we've talked we, about this in the past, and I don't want you to give me no crap. So I'm gonna use it up first. Not technically directed by Tim Burton. The Nightmare doing? Before Christmas. This game was directed by him. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah. No, it wasn't. There's no. No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, you're having. I know there what you're is. doing. He's having an artist. He's having an art fart here about about whose hands were on what puppets and all that, and who's, yes. who the real creator. Tim mind Burton's were. The Nightmare Before Christmas, but he is not actually. But yes, really I know Henry Selleck had everything to do with it, all right? I love that guy. He's one of my right. heroes. However, he's still credited as director. You get this one right. He's credited right. as producer. Um, it's We're not giving it to, but it's a mulligan. So, oh, okay. it's not. He's not, tre- yeah, he's not, he's not on there as director. I used it first. He's not, just he's not in technically case. the director now. Huh? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now I'm nervous. <laughs> well, you should get nervous, God Johnson. All right, well, there's um, mulligan. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go instead, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, um, there's so many, then just I like them all. I just got a few of them as well. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? Okay. I'm going to go. Sandbag, take time, uh, burn burn the cake. Yeah. Stall, a vamp, Stall. is that what you're going to do? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think of what Scott's going to say. Uh, you know, all right. You know what? I'm gonna go sure. with ones that I think Scott would say. I think Scott would say uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. I think Scott would get that one. I so forgot about that one. I'm gonna go ahead and try to grab that yeah, one. 2005's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with a uh, Deep Roy walking around being an Oompa Loompa, a bunch of them. Being yeah, all the Oompa Loompas. Yeah. It was all the Oompa Loompas. Uh, that is absolutely a Burton. Uh, Elfman collaboration. All right, let's go back in time a little bit and do a little Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, I didn't think you would do that when I was saving that one for later. That's right, their first collab, uh, 1985 (laughs) Pee Wee's Big Adventure. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Who's on my mic? Pedro Um, Herbert. Mr. Herbert. Mr. Herbert. Mr. Herbert. All right, fine then. Fine. If we're going to do that one, then I'm gonna just going to go with The Corpse Bride. Now, he did Corpse actually Bride. direct that one. He did actually direct that one. 2005's Corpse Bride. Yep, absolutely on the list as uh, 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 Burton. In a much uh, underrated. Uh, oh, I, think I, I think it's rated. It's fine. It's good. I like it. I did, I did. All right, let's go with uh, <laughs> let's go with one I haven't seen and always kick myself in the butt for having not seen it yet. Um, and that is <laughs> the name just left me. <laughs> the the with the horse and the head, no head. Uh, the horse and the no head. Uh, not the <laughs> headless horseman. That's not the movie. Ichabod Crane. Yeah, that. 
Yeah, they could Bob Crane movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just call it, uh, just call sleep, it that. Sleepy Hollow, 1999 Sleepy Hollow, I think. 1999 <laughs> Sleepy Hollow, exactly. Wow, right. you're going with the dates, too. That's better than me. I just remember <laughs> that coming out and being disappointed that I hadn't seen it, and I still have not seen it. So I'd love to see it one day. It's supposed to be... I think, I mean, it, I think I, it features... Uh, Helena Bonham Carter and <laughs> oh weird <laughs> weird yeah weird that she's in that huh yeah, weird 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 all right bro. I'm going with Alice in Wonderland who's Allison <laughs> Alice in Wonderland I just got to, I just picked up the 3D version of this Ibbets. Did you really? Yeah, I did. and you give me crap about having the special edition of the Abyss. I didn't give you. I didn't give you crap. I gave you crap for giving me crap. Mm. That's not the same thing. Yeah, because you have the 3D version of <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Is why I'm giving you crap. Uh, 2010, Alice in Wonderland, absolutely on the list. Okay. <laughs> um, I will now mention my favorite Tim Burton film. Oh, okay. The one that I think sets a, sets a, itself apart from all his other work and stands as a freaking amazing, wonderful movie. And that movie is, hold on, uh, Big Fish. Big, Big Fish. That's a good one. Big That's fish, a good 2003. one. 2003. Tall Tales. Love That's right. Big Fish. The Tales Ewan of Tall Ewan McGregor, right? Yep. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. Yep. Uh, um, that guy's name was. Helena Bonnie Carter. Is she in that one? Yes, she is. <laughs> She's totally think? in that. <laughs> It's, ama- it's an amazing film. It is so not that like his normal think- stuff. It's like it's like he finally just said, you know what? It doesn't need to be so wackadoo. I'm going to actually just do it's, this cool thing. It's, it's so kind good. of his uh, straight story. Kind of, yeah. Right. Except it's 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 still fantastical in some ways. You know, like it mm-hmm. still goes places, but I don't know. There's mm-hmm. so much heart in it. It's a fantastic movie. So good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. So uh, much heart. In- well, if Scott's not going to say Alice through the looking glass, I could pick that one up as well as it uh, was a two pack. I'm going to go with that one. Was that, was that also in 3D? It wasn't 3D. It was a two pack. I just told you that. Jeez. Jeez. Two pack. Well, you know, no, but I knew it came in the same box as the other one, but right. I didn't know if it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How do we know uh, these things, Mr. Brainiac? Like over if there? it was 3D. Like, you know, <laughs> the, why go through the effort of making one in 3D and not making the other one in 3D? Yeah. yeah. If Borat was in that one. He was the. Uh, Watchmaker, he right? Was Alice. You know how that went? He was Alice. Yeah, no, he was the watchmaker. <laughs> he was a very convincing Alice. <laughs> Hi, my name's Alice. My name is right? Alice. Cool the looking I'm glass. Confused. Now <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting that one and Bonham Carter and Borat is the couple in oh, what movie was that? Don't say we it. Saw that okay, recently. You should totally say it out loud. No. But you know what? You won't get a chance because Alice Through the Looking Glass was directed by James Bobbin. Oh, really? Yep. James Bobbin. Incorrect. I guess sir. that's I right. Mean, correct. That Brian's correct, but you are incorrect. Oh, well done, I Brian. To, I knew it wasn't on my list, but I wanted to find out who the actual director of Good old James or Bobbin. Bobbin. Yeah, you know, Bobbin. So I was going to, can I name off a couple others I had? Uh-huh. Yes, uh, of course. Ed Wood, I believe. They of course. Oh. Uh, Ed, uh, actually, no. No Ed Wood. Ed Wood, no. <gasps> the, yeah. Elfman didn't do the music for Ed Wood? Elfman, Elfman did not do the music no. for Ed Wood. Oh, um, my gosh. I was about to lose. That, that was, was that was that going to be your very next that thing? That was my very next thing. That means, had he I, switched you know orders, what? had he I switched was, order, I, went, I, would, I was screwed if he switched orders. I should have went with the safe ones because I was going to say Batman, but I was afraid Batman, Scott sure. was going to take, yeah, I figured he'd take the other one, so I didn't want to give him anything. Well, yeah, Batman, Batman Returns, both uh, Elfman and uh, Burton, Beetlejuice, Mars Attack, <laughs> um, oh, wait, Planet, wait, wait, of wait. Uh, Planet of the Apes, right, oh shit, okay. Dark Shadows, uh, which is, I think they're only... 
Is that a movie or is that a TV? I guess it was a movie based it's on a, movie. a TV show. Yeah, it was, yeah. Movie yeah, it was a movie, yeah. Movie based on a soap opera about vampires. Uh, Frank and Weenie, Big Eyes, and uh, Dumbo from 2019, as well as the as well as the recently announced Beetlejuice 2. Oh, oh what? Interesting. Is that happening? I didn't know Elfman did Frank and Weenie, though. I can't uh, yes, he absolutely did. Beetlejuice 2. Hold on to your butts. I want to see, see who's in this already if they've already cast it. Gina nope. Davis is a reprise in her role is still dead. Oh, good. Yeah, they haven't. There's no uh, cast yet. No casting but, information. Yeah, yeah, I'm very curious about that. That's interesting. But it is. But the fact that Tim Burton is involved, it's like, all right, I feel I feel good about it. But uh, you could have Gina Davis and old Alec Baldwin, their grandparents now. And uh, mm-hmm. you can have. Uh, Why would they get well, older? They, they were dead. Yeah, they would be. be uh, how would could they, they continue to be old? Yeah. Oh, right. They can't. It actually, you've already seen it. It's called. It's called Stranger Things. When a writer grows oh, up, they'll just show how it's all connected. I like it. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it. Uh, we did it. That means that we have a winner among us, and we play this when we do that. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Dreadnecks, aka Logan. You are. Uh, you're in good. You're, you made the right choices today. How does it feel to know that these prizes will soon be yours? Uh, so great. Always let Scott go first is the lesson I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> That's the rule. I'm serious. I would have lost. If, it's if like let the Wookiee win. It's, it's, a, it's a house rule. Yeah. Well done. Uh, all you got to do to make this happen for you in your life is to send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com. He will send you your prizes as always. And uh, thanks for playing. You were awesome. Brian Dunaway, what do you think about all that? How you feel there, buddy? Well, I feel, uh, feel like uh, we've got to go back and watch part two of Alice because I could have swore that was Tim Burton. I guess it, it makes sense. It's it Tim Burton-esque, sense. right? Because it's... Absolutely. Not everybody, I used ask. For but the I record, right. to know it. I mean, one of my favorite... And one of the, oh, go ahead. And one of the reasons why I knew um, just recently we watched uh, we watched the movies Who Made Us uh, yeah. the and, and Nightmare for Christmas is one of the subjects and stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about Tim Burton not directing that. Well, that's, they kind of left that's my mind. what I was just going to say. Like in my head, he directed it, but I think it's because those are his characters. They're based on sketches he did when he was in college and high school. Right. Like, and it's literally called Tim Burton's Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Exactly. So you think, oh, it's a very, it is a very confusing and misleading. There was an episode of, um, I know there was the holiday movies that made us. I haven't watched that yet, but that's I the one we watched. Yeah. Yeah. There's also um, one of the Disney prop culture. Um, Disney Plus prop culture episodes that talks about it and they go back and they look at all the original animatronics and things like that that um, curly Q uh, hilltop that Jack stands on mm-hmm. right, right. they showed how all that is operated like it's an actual like Ooh. they still have that thing and they can like extend yeah, it and roll it up oh, unfurl it yeah. stuff. Cool. it's amazing yeah, it's really yeah. cool now he uh, so another quick shout out to Henry Selleck I'm going to put a photo up for the chat to see this picture of him and I'll put it in our group or thing as well because I want you guys to see just how cool. What's it, it look like? Look at this guy. That is a you happy. Always do, you always do this to animator. me. Oh, wait, that's Henry Selleck. That's Henry Selleck right there. It's funny because I always picture him a lot older. Like, does he look like Tom Selleck? Does he have a mustache? <laughs> he's pretty old. He was born in '52, so what does that make him? Sixty. I mean, he's late sixties, right? Something yeah, like well, borderline bordering the <laughs> seventy. Yeah, um, he's got some stuff in the works, even including something called Wendell and the Wi Wendell and Wild, which I don't know what that is, but I'm all in. And if you've never seen Coraline, you're insane. Watch Coraline. Mm-hmm. Coraline is Coraline's one so of good. my favorites of all time. It just gets better and better every year. Yep. Also, 
have it in 3D. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying. Does. Of course you do. <laughs> James and the Giant Peach, also fantastic. Those are those are the right movies to have in 3D, by the way. Like yeah. animated uh, 3D yes. stop motion or Pixar kind of stuff. If you're going to get a movie on 3D, those are the ones that do it the best. That's, that's because those are not post-processed 3Ds. Right. Those are right. 3Ds rendered uh, in the applications, and they look fantastic. Built in 3D, yep. not not... Sh- right. uh, shoehorned into 3D. That's right. They easy export easy it to add Excel. a second camera to that. They import it into Word. They knock it out to 365 uh, <laughs> Office. <laughs> <into> Word. <laughs> I use my Excel spreadsheet because oh, you, know, you need those. Fantastic. Two sure. columns. Uh, Two columns. Uh, listen to this. There's some good news, everybody. I got some great news. Breaking news. Uh, today at 3.30 Mountain Time, me and Brian Dunaway, this guy right here from South Carolina, will be doing a show called The Boop Show. It's a video game show where we talk about cool video games that we played previous week and make all kinds of recommendations around those games we've each got a big pick this week and we're really excited to bring that to you so check it out if you haven't before or download it on your favorite podcast listener app whatever you're using or watch us live listener app you can <laughs> you can watch us live if you want it's today at 3 30 mountain time here at frogpants.tv or you can get the podcast at frogpants.com slash b-o-o-p and probably next week we haven't talked about this but next week which would be our last one before christmas i think yeah. We should do our pick for best, game of the year. Our favorite thing we played in the year. Not not one of yes. these contests where it's like, oh, of all the games that came out, who are the best? We're saying of the games you we and played. You and me are on the same page, Scott Johnson, because yeah. I hadn't talked to you about it either, but I was thinking about it on the way to work. I was like, we should really do uh, we should do ones we've only played because yeah. we played so many indie games. Oh, so it many. Would be, uh, so many. Yeah. So we're going to pick so them. We're going to tell you about them. But today, regular old episode, cool stuff coming up. So check that out. Brian, anything else you want to say? I think you covered it today. I do. I, you know, I always like hanging out with you guys in two days in a row. That's plenty. That's right. Come out of here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. That's the bad way. Well, 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 all right. Well, you have a good day and go chew your own nipple. Bye. All right. He's gone. Ooh. Don't ever chew your That's own. a feat of strength or a feat of uh, amb- uh, agility. Yeah, it's an agility roll plus yeah. 20. You get, a, you get a plus 20 on every roll, That's right. um, which doesn't exist in D&D. Anyway, hey, we did it. Uh, now let's move on. What time is it? Oh, shit. We don't have a ton of time, but we'll have a little time, so we're going to do this. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. In the news this morning, good morning. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... There's never been a better time to play World of Warcraft. I'm going to go play it right now. Mm. Oh, there's more. And if you need a companion podcast to make sense of the new expansion and everything around it, look no further than The Instance at theinstance.net. Get it wherever you get your podcasts. That's The Instance. That's right. Some good stuff happening on that show. Explain. So what's Soul Ash versus um, Anima versus Soul Ash can only be acquired if you go run through Torghast and there's a cap to it. So if you you keep going, you're only going to have so much Soul Ash. So probably just want to pace yourself. And then Anima (laughs) you get by extracting it from your anus. (laughs) It's Anima. Anima. Uh, All right. First story here. Maybe last. We'll see how long this takes. (laughs) Okay. Honeybees in the news. Uh, Everyone Mm -hmm. loves bees. And we always need an excuse for a title with bees in the word, so earn the name. Sure. Honeybees use poop power to repel hornet invaders. Mm -hmm. Just discovered. The scientists have just observed that Asian honeybees collect chicken feces, not their own poo. Oh. Yeah. Wow. They go get the Wielding the power of other animals' poop. Yep. Foul poo is what they get. Yeah, it um, really is too. They also <laughs> depends on where they what they have access to, but they will do uh, the, these three things: collect chicken feces, buffalo dung, which is also mm. feces, but 
hey, it's an article mm-hmm. and you got to work, change your words around. Mm-hmm. Got to use the got to use the right word for the right poop. That's right. And it says, and even human urine, uh, then what? smear it all around the entrances of their nets, nests to stop attacks from marauding giant hornets. The pungent practice is the first documented case of honeybees collecting non-plant material and uh, using, or sorry, in the first clear example that they can use it as a tool uh, or use a tool in general. In this case, it's just excrement, but they're still using it like a tool, which is strange in the insect kingdom. There's other examples, but they're rare. Uh, this team, is uh, yeah. how we keep solicitors away from our door, by the way. We, we employ the same thing. Human urine, uh, dung. buffalo dung, yeah. and uh, chicken what do you Chicken find, shit money. What do you <laughs> What do you find works the best when you're trying to repel? Oh, it's know? really a combination of all three. But you really gotta you really gotta lean heavily on the buffalo dung. It's probably like a 50, 25, 25 mm. uh, ratio. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I have to play this because you said it. Chicken shit money. All right. <laughs> Had that honey. <laughs> Anyway, that's I don't know thing. if that's a lot of money or not very much money. What is is that a positive or a negative? I don't know. It depends on if you're a bee. If you're a bee, that's a lot of money. Anyway, this is their way of physically uh, shielding their colonies, performing synchronized body shakes and wave-like displays, hissing and other stuff that they do. Uh, they also envelop intruders in a ball until they overheat. So they have a lot wow. of methods that they use, but now their their first <laughs> line of defense is poo and pee. Their ultimate is op. <laughs> <laughs> swarm, swarm. They say. Um, All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back from this, we're going to spend some time with our old pal, Bill. It's getting close to Christmas, so we wonder what he's making for under his tree. Probably making his own tree. Anyway, uh, so that'll come up soon. Then we got Steven here, and we've got a lot to talk about Steven with, so get ready for that, because big announcements were made last week before we had a chance to talk about him. So we'll get to all that in a second. Before that, though, a song presented by Brian Ibbett Industries. Yeah. <laughs> Ask for it by name. Uh, let's go up to Milwaukee for this one. A band called the Keystones. If you're a fan of Stone Temple Pilots, I think you'll like these guys a lot. They rock. And come on, Milwaukee, those the best rock and roll comes from Milwaukee, yeah. doesn't it? Come Mil- on. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. It's more more like Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee. I mean, the electric guitar came from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or, or Waukesha, Wisconsin, I should say. Sure. Um, these guys are great. They went uh, through a major change in July when they brought in a brand new lead vocalist, Raven Burdett. Um, he's uh, a proficient recording multi-instrumentalist, and he's received Tommy Award and Jimmy Award nominations. Um, he's also performed on Broadway uh, and numerous theaters throughout the Midwest. So the guy's got some pipes. You're going to hear him right now. Here is the band, the Keystones, with their brand new single, Cut to the Chase.
we're here to talk about showers. That's right, that thing you do every day so you can be nice and refreshed and ready for your day. Well, we're excited to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Nebia. Uh, they're backed by some of the biggest names in Silicon Valley. You may have heard of Tim Cook of Apple fame. Designed mm, by former Tesla. Oh, yeah, he's great, right? Up there with his products. Products. Uh, <laughs> he's a former <laughs> Tesla. Or not, he's not. Designed by former Tesla, NASA, and Apple engineers who spent years researching and developing a superior shower experience that saves water and is anything but ordinary. The Nebbia by Moen Shower Spa is Nebbia's most advanced shower yet with twice the coverage and half the water usage of standard shower heads. So, for example, despite using 45% less water, its spray is 81% more powerful than the competition. Well, that seems good, doesn't it, Brian? That seems it's good. Amazing. Yeah, I don't. I, for for being a water saving, you usually get those water saving uh, showers, and they just trickle. Yeah. Out of the the shower head. No, this one. This feels like it's putting out more water than our previous shower head. I that's, love it. That's exactly right. Nebbia's atomized droplets, rinse shampoo and conditioner, even out of the thickest of hair. Not really a problem mm. for me, or Brian. No, mine's no. thin. Well, Yours you know, is... my shoulders. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's other hair to deal with. <laughs> with self-installation being so easy, Nebbia by Moen can be installed in 15 minutes or less without the need for contractors, plumbers, broken tiles, all the stuff I usually do. Um, honestly, if you can change a light bulb, you can install Nebbia by Moen. Nebbia balances functionality with clean aesthetics to achieve a timeless design. The Nebbia by Moen Shower Spa or Spa Shower is available in four premium finishes, to complement any bathroom, white and chrome, spot-resistant nickel, matte black, and black and chrome. Brian, which one did you get? I can't remember. I went with the uh, matte black, which looks so cool and, and also is kind of a design motif that we're going to be going uh, changing our bathroom to. So it's like, oh, this is kind of ahead of the ahead of the rest of the bathroom. We'll, we'll redesign the bathroom around that matte black, which just looks gorgeous. So for so you, good. was it as easy to install as... A, I'm sure it was easier for you because I'm super dumb with this kind of stuff. Oh, I've never done anything plumbing-wise. I have, you know, Tina's dad used to be our, our go-to person for uh, coming over anytime we needed anything done. Tina, dad, could you come over and install? <laughs> I did this myself. It took 15 minutes. It's not an exaggeration. It was easy and looks great. There's no... You know, I don't have any tape holding anything up or <laughs> like nails in the wall, like right. other projects I might have done. Sure. Super, super easy. That's awesome. Do you, do you okay, we're both tall guys. How yeah. did you feel about yeah. the height of the thing? Because that was a worry I had, and I'm, I'm happy to say it worked out great for me. How's that feel for you? It's perfect for me, too, because um, I have to shave my head a lot, and I don't want water constantly running on my head while I've got, you know, the, the uh, shaving cream or the stuff on it which is probably a similar thing to women who don't want to want to wash their hair every day. I just have it up there, uh, get under the water, gets me all, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll wet it up. Then yeah. I move the shower head down, put the stuff on my head, shave my head again, and then move it back up to rinse. It's amazingly flexible and, and easy to use for, uh, for all that kind of it stuff. It doesn't feel like you're going to break it either, which is nice. No, like no, it feels solid. It's like, it, and it stays wherever you move that shower head, it stays. So it's like, up get yep. me uh, all covered with water and it's like a like a steam bath in there which is fantastic well, i don't want to i don't want to make any false claims here over overall but i do want to make this one statement for some reason it took longer for my water to heat up before i got this thing and now my water mm. heats up faster so i'm not only saving water i seem to be getting hotter faster which is great when it's 23 degrees out so i guess i'm glad that's happening as well 
Uh, you can also yeah. get shower shelves. They install in minutes. They're 100% mm-hmm. sustainable. Uh, the finish matches your Nebia Moen uh, uh, decision on, on your design. So your black and chrome must have fit nicely with that. Uh, Perfectly. Yeah, it looks good. The, the shelf sits right next to it. It's got little little holes so all the water drains out from uh, the bar of soap, the shampoo, which I'm used, and uh, other things. It's it's uh, And it looks perfect. It's the perfect complement to the yeah. shower. They have great accessories, including a shower curtain that uh, we ended up getting made from 41, uh, 41 recycled water bottles, anti-billowing design, machine washable, PVC-free, and designed uh, to last 10 years. 41 recycled water bottles are wow. in my shower curtain. And you'd never know. It's just this nice shower curtain that just looks really good. When I found out it was made from all this recycled stuff, I don't know. I feel like I was, I feel like my carbon footprint lifted a little doing, bit. Doing something right. That's right. right. Yeah, you're... It's not too bad. <laughs> so check this out. The Nebia by Moen Shower Spa starts at just $199 for TMS or Morning Stream listeners like you guys. We have a great deal for you. For the first 100 people to use the code TMS at nebia.com, we'll give 15% off site-wide. That's a 15% savings across the site no matter what you get. Nebia rarely does deals like this, so this is a great deal for you to jump on right now, especially for the holidays. Go to nebia.com slash TMS. That's N-E-B-I-A dot com slash TMS to check out what they have to offer. And like we said, the first 100 people to use that code TMS when checking out will save 15%. Oh, Brian, can you think of anything better? What a deal. What a, I could almost do the math on that myself and figure out how much they're going to get. But it's better if they go do it themselves. Nebia.com slash TMS. There you go. And also, just a side note, this is as close as it ever felt like that I was taking a shower with Brian because we both <laughs> It is the morning stream. It is. So go have your own and get one. They're awesome. One more time. It's Nebia.com slash TMS. The Incredible Wizard has a dungeon of surprises for you. You can even create your own games with Astrocade Basic, the easy computer teaching cartridge. Astrocade, the home entertainment sensation that's a personal computer too. On the second day of Christmas, my true love said to me, to turtle the morning stream. Why, oh, why did I take the blue pill? All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Brian, again, that band, just for the... Uh... That band, uh, the Keystones, and the song is Cut to the Chase. Hey, I'd like to remind folks at home who listen to the show and are going, hey, how do I support this big, weird show? Well, you can do it at Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS. It is how we proceed with the daily goings-on here at TMS, and it literally keeps the lights on and the radio waves happening. So check it out if you haven't before and become a member at a very low level. Even a buck a month will get you some rad stuff, including daily content you can't get anywhere else. That's patreon.com slash TMS. All right, we're going to call our buddy uh, Bill. Let's do that. Bill Duran. <laughs> He's a punished props uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he is going to join us now and we're going to talk about cool stuff so check it out I'm going to play his thing where is it your bat cave's open there Bill hey check it out it's Bill Duran Bill what's up good morning good morning I a couple weeks ago watched an old movie one of my favorites from growing up starring Jim Carrey that movie Uh, 
Um, uh, it was a uh, punch who, drunk love. No, uh, it was uh, that was a different one. Uh, liar, Truman Show. Liar, you liar, liar, no. liar, liar. Any, no. Okay. Um, if if yes, I made man. a watch, yes, man. <laughs> if I made a prop from the Truman Show, what, what would I make from that movie? Uh, <laughs> sailboat. Duh. Ed Harris's hat. Come on now. Um, <laughs> that weird uh, hodgepodge face uh, that he made of uh, <laughs> the girl that he met that one time. Yeah. What's her name's eyes? They're always really wide. I can't think of her name. There you go. Yeah. I okay. I'll uh, I'll break the suspense. I made okay. the mask from the movie The Mask. Oh, mask! This is so cool. Or the, sorry, the mask because mask is very different. Right. You, he didn't make Rocky Dennis. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, because share the share thing you could make no, next. <laughs> All right, no, that's cool. So, uh, boy, I'm trying to even picture that thing. I guess I'm going to now because I'm going to go to your site. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about yeah. your, your thinking there. What was that all about? Sure. So that that was one of my favorite movies growing up. Uh, I, like I said, I watched a couple of weeks ago. It's still great. The animation of the mask character is awesome. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was watching a breakdown of it a few weeks ago and. Uh, they do all the all of the the things you would see in traditional animation, like squashing and stretching. All the all the principles of animation are in there. They did such a good job of it. Anyway, I decided to make the pre-transformation mask because you could make that green face. You could sculpt and mold oh, and cast sure. it like a silicone appliance for someone to wear. But um, that's not really my my forte. I make things uh, like masks and helmets and stuff. So anyway. <laughs> it's supposed to look like wood and metal. Uh, I found some really good reference images for one of the screen used masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess is that they made several for the movie. They probably sculpted the original out of clay and they made a mold so they cast different copies out of different materials. The one that I found was the one in the scene in the beginning where they open a treasure chest underwater and it floats to the surface. So they probably cast it out of something that's, you know, buoyant. Sure. Uh, and I imagine they cast other ones throughout the movie that were more durable and, or heavier or whatever, and then just painted them up. Uh, or they, they could have cast one out of rubber. They needed a stunt one that they were going to, like, throw mm-hmm. and they didn't want to hurt anyone. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, I made mine out of foam because that's how I roll. I also wrote three books about making things out of foam. So, <laughs> of course, you're going to do it that way. Yeah. It's kind of my jam. Uh, and the, the uh, Foam Smith 3, our newest book, is all helmets and masks and stuff. So, it was perfect. Uh, I uh, made the mask using, of course, techniques from that book. Uh, and it wasn't even very much foam. So, if folks are looking for a fun foam smithing project to like dip their toes into that world, this would be a really good one. Yeah. Uh, I made a pattern. Uh, that pattern's free over on our website if you want to download it and try and give it a shot yourself. Uh, and I use that pattern to cut all of my pieces out of flat foam. And then, of course, glue them all together like I usually do. Right. I was going to say the techniques for getting the roundness and the curvatures and all that stuff. Again, mm-hmm. you know, basic foam stuff you've been doing forever and it's certainly in those books. But Especially like the bevel around the eyes and stuff. Oh, I yeah, mean, look this, at looks, this, this looks business. amazing. Yeah, look at that. Thank you. Yeah. So with the with that part, I used my bandsaw. Um, depending on the bandsaw you have, you might be able to tip the bed of the the um, saw. So when you cut those pieces out, they have a perfect um, angle cut on them above a bevel uh, that doesn't change. <laughs> Sometimes when you cut it by hand, uh, something like that, your knife may wander a little bit and the angle may change a little bit. But I used the bandsaw and that worked really well. 
Uh, and I'm and I am I'm glad you pointed out the eyes because I am very happy with how those mm-hmm. eyes turned out. <laughs> yeah, they look like carved out cool. wooden eyes. Like, yeah, like uh, there's a roughness to it mm-hmm. that obviously that's you know important and on purpose here. But it it really adds to that the look of that thing. It looks like all right, limestoney and cool. You would guess when the ancient Nordic uh, shaman who created this mask in the fiction. <laughs> When that person made it, it was made, you know, hundreds of years ago. Uh, and they just had a big old hunk of wood and like a chisel. And they just sort of hewn that thing from a, a hunk of tree. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just trying to, you know, replicate that. <laughs> it's funny when you try and look up what the, because uh, the mask is based on a comic book, obviously. And I'm trying to find what the mask from the comic book looked like because this is um from for whatever reason i'm remembering that the that the movie was super faithful to the look of the mask mm-hmm. um if not all the other story elements around it but the mask itself was was a dead-on reproduction from the comic book oh interesting i have a memory like that too somebody was yeah somebody touted that as a big deal with the thing at the time yeah and i, I remember right. being surprised it was based on a comic at all because i just couldn't imagine what that comic book was like but that was kind of before my indie comic love days, so now it kind of makes mm-hmm. sense to me that you could make yeah. a story like this. But um, I'm trying to remember if I liked the mask, the movie. I mean, <laughs> well, it introduced us to uh, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, that was the first thing. Uh, yeah, that's true. First thing I remember her being in. Yeah, she was very young in that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I remember feeling like they. Well, okay. Look, you hired Jim Carrey, right? So you know mm-hmm. what you're going to get. You're going to yeah, get a little right. bit of a freak out, and it's not going to be the subtlest of performances. <laughs> no, exactly. And once you're cool with that, then I, then it probably all comes together in a better way. Look yeah. at you using a soldering iron to like create these grooves. Yeah, that's, so that's amazing. That's so uh, rad. A huge part of selling the look on this thing was the texture. So it's got this really deep. Um, uh, uh, it's kind of an unrealistic thing, but a really deep wood grain. Yeah. Um, you could get this with real wood if you age it and like hit it with a uh, like a wire wheel and just mm-hmm. sort of carve away at the the softer wood in the wood grain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did it um, like you said, just with a, a soldering iron or a wood burner. Um, it a wood looks burning. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh. Uh, thank you. The wood burning tool I can I uh, I got has several different shaped tips, so I used a broader one to carve uh, just a few really deep wood grain uh, lines into it, and then I used a pointier uh, tip for the wood burner to create more subtle uh, wood grain texture in there, and that's to give it a little bit of variety, mix it up a little bit, and I think it worked pretty well. Hey, can you? Did you? Oh, go ahead. Um, did you use the same technique when you did that mask from? Was it Far Cry that? Yeah. Um, the 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 wooden f- just straight face mask. Yep, that was the Judge mask from the Far judge. Cry. Thank you. Yes. Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I did the same exact thing. Uh, I also, so I like to seal my phone before I paint it. So I have some control over the, t- the, the surface texture and I used a PVA glue on this and I used a, a chip brush, which is not a very subtle, uh, brush, but I use that on purpose to intentionally leave texture in that, that PVA glue that I use to seal it. So yeah, added another, a third layer of texture 
to the wow. surface. And then when you go to paint it, especially when you're doing washes and stuff over it, that gets caught in that texture and it really adds a lot, a lot to it. Yeah, that is uh, so cool. So the whole thing got sealed and painted. It's meant to look like wood, but it's kind of like a green mossy look. Mm-hmm. And then the nose piece there is meant to look like bronze. Uh, so I used some bronze paint and some turquoise paint to make it look all uh, all oxidized, which you, is how it looks. Had in the you movie. intended from the very beginning to to do the inside as well? Like that was just always going to be a plan. Or, or, yeah, or, or, and the the reason why in in the movie he looks at the inside and it like shimmers with magic. Oh, right before uh, he puts it on, right. I wanted to try and pull off something similar. I have this um, color shift paint, a, a purple and blue color shift paint. Mm-hmm. So I put a little bit of that on the inside of the mask, and it does have a little bit of this cool shimmer. It's not as obvious in the movie; they probably CG'd that. Yeah, but um, I wanted to be able to do that, so I carved that texture in both the front and the back of the mask. Yeah. It took a while, but yeah. it was worth it. That is something else. I, that's one of my favorite things I've seen. I, I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. When you first said the mask, I went, oh, all right. Well, you know, foam mask. This will be interesting. But yeah. no, this is way cool. And that wood grain yeah. alone makes me want to. I just, everything's better when just it's aged feel it. and cracked. I just want to rub it and touch it. Yeah, and feel it. it yeah. feels good. I think that's why, it's, you know, we're finally back to where Star Wars is supposed to be. Everything's dirty. Everything's yeah, grimy yeah. and got a little bang up to it instead of these shiny ships from the freaking prequels. F that business. Yeah. That I like sucks. this this piece because it feels a lot like an artifact, you know? Like, I put it next to my mist book because that feels like this ancient artifact that mm-hmm. was unearthed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe one day... One of these days, you're going to have a just a prop museum that people can pay money to, pay, pay money to like, walk through and see <laughs> and... Enjoy, yeah, and I'll be one do. of your first customers. Yeah, awesome, I'd, I'd awesome. Go. Well, my my office looks a lot like a prop museum right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You just gotta put put up ropes and get some OSHA stuff going, and you're good. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, check it out, you guys. It's over at punishprops.com, and of course, the YouTube channel as well. If you're not already subscribed, then what the heck are you doing? Uh, Bill, any bonus links for us today? Absolutely. One of my favorite YouTubers put out a video. He hasn't put out a video in a while. I'm talking about Click Spring. Uh, he's been building the Antikythera mechanism, and he recently put out an update, which is very exciting for me. Uh, if anyone else is into ridiculously old-school machining, he's recreating a mechanism that was found in a sunken boat a long oh, wow. time ago. Yeah, oh, this no ancient way. mechanism. It's a pi- uh, and he's trying to make it using more we, traditional techniques. It's how we Pretty shut cool. all our pirate doors with these hinges, yarr. Yes. Uh, oh, cool. This is cool. So a lot of welding and brass and uh, machining. Machining. Um, oh, he uses cool. like pitch to secure pieces together temporarily. Like he's going all old school on this. It's really he's a cool. nerd. Wow. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. Oh, look at all the little tiny bits. See, I love tiny mm-hmm. stuff. I was this just this weekend. I was watching a TikTok channel I follow that does nothing but <laughs> miniatures, like miniature recreations of stuff, and. Um, uh-huh. It's actually pretty exciting what's starting to happen on TikTok. People are doing way more of Bill's level of stuff. And oh, good. It's not just dancing girls. Less dancing and I mean, singing hardly. I guess it depends on what your algorithm is, but I get mostly creative stuff now. But uh, this guy's making like tiny little like uh, rice cooker that can actually cook rice. And it's the size <laughs> oh, of like But thimble. only one grain at a time. Yeah, it's like two or three <laughs> grains in there. It's so cool. I love little tiny little recreations of things i think is so cool and something about him working on that machinery and reminded me of that but anyway check it out it's uh again what's his name there it is click spring on youtube 
Uh, Bill Duran, thank you so much. Have a fantastic week, and we'll see you one more time before Christmas. All righty. Take Bye care. Bye now. Bye. If they ever put a, uh, if they ever put Fargo on TikTok, would you just explode? Oh, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> Maybe I need to be the one to do it. No Maybe you need like little, little uh, minute long Fargo episodes yeah. by Scott Johnson. My daughter is uh, doing like a 30 part dog training TikTok thing. This actual really? trainer guy is just does nothing but dog training videos. And she's following that. It's weird cool. how that thing's evolved. You can actually use that for good? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's not just stupid. It's got more stuff right. than just, it's got plenty of stupid. Trust me. <laughs> the stupid hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. If y'all no. want some stupid, I got good news for you. All right. <laughs> Major spoilers. Uh, come oh, on. so much to talk about today. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we have no shortage. Steven. All right. Steven Schleicher, we've been holding you in a holding tank, a cryogenic uh, freezer for uh, <laughs> how many days now so that we can talk about all this Stuff that got announced from uh, Disney and uh, freaking Marvel and Star Wars and everything else. And it's been hard. I have not enjoyed waiting this long to have Mm -hmm. a true discussion on the show, but I'm really glad we waited for you. How the heck are you? Oh, good. Hello, Scott. Hello, Uh, Brian. Good to see you. Hello. So, Stephen, this must have been quite a... Well, it was a huge day for everybody. I remember my feeds were like just overwhelmed with Mm -hmm. just... I know. I'm shaking my fist. So just so everyone knows, I own stock in Disney. I also own stock in Mm AT&T and Apple and whatever else. Um, But I didn't get my link to the investor relations link for the the whole thing. Because there were actually some things that they showed to investors. uh, Like when they were showing like a... um, the title screen of some of those things, they were actually showing investors Mm -hmm. a different thing. So there was the public thing and then there was the investor thing. Oh, man. Yeah, they, uh, you they, have to you have to invest at a certain level. You must be this. You must be this invested my, to yeah. ride. Shares uh, of Disney do not get me anything. <laughs> um, this, I wonder if D twenty three because the D twenty three folks got to see anything. I think they're directly tied with Disney, so mm-hmm. I don't yeah, think, I think it's so just too. a fan site. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, so, all right, let's. We're not going to talk Where about. Where shall we start? Well, let's not start with the, Tur- the Turner and Hooch series. Who cares, right? Like nobody cares. We about don't care Turner about live action Pinocchio, and no, we don't care about Peter Pan. No. And, and, I am kind and of Wendy. interested in Chris Hemsworth hiking around the world. They're, they're, oh yeah, for uh, Nat uh, Geo thing they're doing. Nat, Nat Geo, yeah, yeah, that looks interesting. Um, so there's actually actually a lot I want to see there, but as far as, um. What else is happening? Uh, we mentioned uh, earlier in the show, we may as well mention it again, uh, the FX, which is now roped into the Disney family, announced that they are doing a uh, the very first series adaptation of the sci-fi horror classic Alien, which is now mm-hmm. in development, and Noah Hawley's in charge, which is a huge deal, and we're very excited about that. Anything to add to that in Alien news or anything you knew about that that we didn't? Oh, the only thing that I will add is, surprisingly, ahead of this investor announcement, like two weeks ago, Marvel, which, of course, is owned by Disney Mm -hmm. uh, and Marvel Comics, uh, they announced that they were going to be doing new alien comic books. Yeah. So I have a feeling that we're going to see a big alien push going forward. Uh, Marvel previously had announced they were doing Predator stuff, and now we're getting alien stuff. Yeah, it's it's a big whoop. Like, that stuff is, those are huge licenses. Well, I mean, they they own the licenses, but it's a huge move to take those to TV. And uh, I'm feeling pretty good about them doing that, but uh, also feeling pretty good about having Hulu. <laughs> uh, these days, because mm-hmm. that's where all that stuff's going to live. Anyway, mm-hmm. let's get to the Star Wars stuff and talk about that. There are a couple of things we can get out of the way early, which is we knew Obi Wan Kenobi was happening. That was already a yes. thing. 
However, yes, but the big thing was yeah. the Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader, which I don't know how that's going to work because at the end of episode three, which was technically episode six, he's all cut up and bleeding and they put him in the mask and everything. And then he turns right. into James Earl Jones's voice. So I don't yeah. know how they're going to get uh, him. He, he's going to take his mask off all the time and act oh, and be like, you think so? I mean, DoorDash brought it. me the wrong French fries. No. <laughs> They could definitely do a Pedro Pascal in Mandalorian and just have uh, him come in and do all the voice work. Yeah, why not? Right. That'd be right. fun. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about the Hayden Christensen thing, but I think I find it to be a little bit more authentic, perhaps, to have him there, um, given this timeline. Because we're, we're talking about, you know, him, Obi-Wan Kenobi after mm-hmm. the all that, you know, after the Clone Wars, everything went to shit and he went in hiding for a while and whatever mm-hmm. those adventures are. Like that's these are the right people to have involved. So for sure, um, and you've got yeah, you've got both you know, McGregor and Christensen. So yeah, God, how can how can they? Go and I have no problem with Aiden Christensen. I like him as a as an actor. Yeah, he's fine. Um, he's fine. I don't think he's horrible. Uh, he's in one of my favorite movies of all time, Jumper. Oh, I like Jumper. Jumper's great. <laughs> Jumper's a lot great. Of hate that movie. I like I that like movie. It. I'd have a good time in that movie. So screw the screw the haters. There's nothing wrong with Jumper. <laughs> Jumper's if Jumper's dumb, then so is every other superhero movie about people with powers okay so if you don't like that then go away all right Um, what you like yeah so we knew about obi-wan kenobi right but Mm -hmm. there were a couple of other things that were announced that were kind of a surprise to everyone uh the first one was ahsoka which is the continuing adventures of rosario dawson as ahsoka Ahsoka tano that we saw just a couple of episodes ago in mandalorian so her appearance was kind of that backdoor pilot that everyone talks about the other one that was a complete surprise, I think, to everybody was Rangers of the New Republic, which both of these take place during the time period that the Mandalorian happens. And Rangers of the New Republic, I believe, and I don't, I kind of want it to have a bitter Asian do, a, a Paul Lee from uh, Kim's Convenience oh, yeah. uh, as one of the starring roles in this. That'd be great. Uh, but this is going to follow the, you know, the, the backwater, the outer rim pilots as they try to restore uh, sanity during this time period. Right, but still, both series you've mentioned, Ahsoka and this, are both set in the Mandalorian timeline, so it's all kind of mm-hmm. happening and, at once. And also, Filoni and, and John yes. Favreau uh, are executive helmed. producing and yeah, probably yeah, writing yeah. and probably, you know, directing episodes. I don't Works know if you noticed me. this. That's a magic formula. I don't know if you noticed <laughs> this, Stephen, but the best episodes of this year, I think, were the ones directed by Filoni. That guy is so good. Oh, my God. Oh, man, I don't know. I think last week's or this most recent one with uh, Fuki. What's his name? Fuki. Oh, that was also the guy who did the dope. He wrote and directed that entire episode. That was really good, too. Yeah, they're all good. I don't want to. I'm I'm nitpicking here a little bit. The Robert Rodriguez one is one of my favorites as well. I loved that one. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. if you all didn't think a certain character from Star Wars lore, just in case someone hasn't seen it, wasn't already kind of a badass. Your, your minds have been mm-hmm. fully swayed to that direction. I cannot believe how cool they made him. And I, so thought, got, I, I thought that was impossible until then. So Obi-Wan, Rangers of the New Republic, yeah. Ahsoka, then also coming Andor. These are all coming to Disney Plus, right? So Andor follows the adventures of our um, um, Rogue One crew mm-hmm. before, uh, before uh, things go down. So we'll get to see the the return of uh, of uh, Fireflies, Robot Man, Beast. and we're going to see that other guy that I always confuse with Pedro Pascal, uh, Diego um, Luna. De- yeah. Diego yeah. Luna, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's isn't it mostly all- him and that B six robot? Like none of the other uh-huh. people are yep. in there because they haven't yep. met yet. Yeah, uh, already already announced, and we knew was coming was Star Wars: The Bad Batch, which is a spin out of the Clone Wars uh, series that and final that final season. Um, 
that we just watched like not even a year ago that everybody yeah, really got a kick out of. Yeah. And this is the 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 clone troopers that go off and just like, yeah, we're going to go hang out on our own planet for a while. And... Yeah, they got their they they're um, they had some genetic defects. Right. So you've got one that's, that's basically right. Rambo. You've got another one that's like a tech guy and, uh, you know, all these other ones so that mm-hmm. you've got that. And then I mean, when got, they're all clones, you've got to basically come up with something that yeah, yeah. can make them, give them. And they yeah. did a really good job during they Clone did. Wars to, to do that. Yeah. Uh, we're also getting Star Wars Visions, which is let's give uh, the Star Wars universe to animate people yeah. and have them uh, animated up. I don't know if this is the same thing or if it's a expansion of. For those of you that watch the Disney Channel, they do these things um, interstitials in between shows. That are just like here's Luke doing the trench run, but it's oh. all in anime stuff. Oh, yeah, right. and it's like, and it, but it's already existing storylines mm-hmm. that they've they've uh, reanimated. Yeah, so I don't know if yeah. Visions is going to be that way. Will we get a crossover uh, Star Wars Wanda Visions at some point? <laughs> well, considering that took place in a galaxy a long time ago, far, far away, maybe, <laughs> maybe, because maybe. Uh, you know things hop around in that. Yeah, right. yeah, and it, it's all owned by the same company now. So yeah. uh, we also are getting Lando, which we don't know anything about that except that I believe it's going to be a finite series, meaning it's going to be like eight episodes and that's it. Yeah, mm. it's a special series. Um, and, and if they do that, I think they have a pretty good chance of getting Gambino in there to do it. I think so. And Probably. That's, that's the if, guy to uh, get. His, do not bring, do not drag out freaking Billy D. Williams. Williams. Don't, uh, he, I can't, I, I'm okay. I'm just going to say something. Maybe it's controversial. I don't know. I said it on the instance the other day and I got a little bit of heat for it, but I really, really dislike the way that they used him in the last movie. Oh, yeah. Just t- terrible. It was the most... A, it was just way too fan servicey for no reason. They didn't really give him anything to do. And what they right. did give him to do was creepy and weird. He was just weird. <laughs> so don't do that. Get get freaking Don- Donald Glover in here and do it right. That's yeah, they're gonna, I, here's what I understand is that he will be involved in this. Um, at the beginning of every episode, uh, there's going to be some young Jedi in training that are running through the Jedi halls and they stumble across... Uh, you know, Billy D oh, and man, he's going to say, let me tell you a story about when I was younger. And then you get, <laughs> is that true? That really can of, is that, pass is that? me that 40 ounce, can, 40 ounce can of malt liquor. <laughs> let me tell you a story about when, yeah, yeah, they should call it Lando colon. What have we here is what it should be. <laughs> so be it's amazing. basically young, the young Indiana Jones Chronicles I with I Lando. I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. We don't know on that one. They haven't given any real details, which is, I don't mm-hmm. know. That's interesting as a limited series. They have my interest, but I'm, I'm. It's not the one I'm the most stoked about. Uh, what do you know about yeah, so Visions? What's Visions? Star Wars. Visions. Like I said, that's the one. That's the anime one. Oh, that's the animated one. Oh, yeah. for some reason I had that mixed up with the one called, um, not Bad Batch, but there's another one. Well, Bad Batch is also animated. The other animated movie that we or show that we're getting is a Droid Story, which oh, is that's basically. Yeah, mm. I don't know if it's a continuation of that R two D two C three PO droids. Droids, animated yeah. series from back in the day, but it's going to be cartoon animation. Okay. All right. That's the other animated one I was thinking of and I couldn't remember. But what's interesting here, and I just don't want to skip over this too fast before we move on to the next one, and that is that we have entered into an era, whether you know it or not, or noticed or not, that changed things fundamentally, and that is this. Most of the time, historically, if there was ever a really big movie franchise and or film, you didn't have... If you, if you wanted to move something to television, like MASH or whatever, you might get one actor, Gary Berghoff, okay? He came mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. 
But for the most part, you didn't bring the same people over. That just wasn't done. TV was second tier, so you would do a very different right. format, and you'd have new actors do it. And Lou it's pretty Grant much- didn't take anybody with him when he went to move from comedy to drama. Right. Well, yes, but I mean, I'm mainly just talking TV, movies to TV, movies to TV. Okay. Right. And those and those actors never really do it. Limitless a few years ago, sure. What's his name came and hung out for a minute, but it wasn't a, it was about Cooper, passing the torch. Very briefly. Yeah. But that felt like a stepping stone to what we're getting now, which is. Just look at this Marvel lineup. Just mm-hmm. look at these other lineups and this freaking Obi-Wan Kenobi is a weird example of this where the original actors are all from the films are all continuing this on. Mm-hmm. So Captain America and Winter Soldier sure. and or Falcon and Winter Soldier rather. Uh, WandaVision. Like this stuff's part of that. It's nuts that it even is happening. Well, I think part of that is something that happened like, I want to say maybe started about 10 years ago where screen actors who would never stoop so low as to get in on television stuff started seeing, oh, there's great opportunities to do stuff on television. So we are seeing a lot of these stars that are super willing to come to streaming, that are super willing to come to television series now. Yeah. And I think that that is that is uh, that's a positive. Because back in the day, it meant if you were doing this back in the day, it meant you're going to be relegated to like Battle of the Network stars. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's what I think. Oh, he used to be in movies. Oh, now he's in TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the last annoying. one that we haven't mentioned is the Alkalite. I know nothing about that one, uh, but these are all things that are coming to Disney Plus. Obi-Wan, Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka, uh, Andor, Star Wars, The Bad Batch, Star Wars Visions, Lando, the Alkalite and the Droid Story. And coming to theaters in 2023, Patty Jenkins will be directing Rogue Squadron, the only Star Wars movie that has been announced in, in for the next four years. Yeah, a lot of people are right. really pumped about that. Um, what do you know about lore in terms of where they're going to pull from? Because the old books... Had a lot of well, that's that's the origin of, of all this. I think there were video game spinoffs yeah. and stuff, but the Rogue Squadron stuff was like Wedge Antilles, right? And like, yeah, I think I, I, honestly, I have no idea where they're going to draw from this, but it wouldn't surprise me if we have Wedge mm-hmm. and Biggs in this thing. Because back in the day, that stuff—well, not back in the day, a number of years ago—that was all relegated to non non canon. Um, but Scott. but but they're picking and choosing, right? Like they're like. Hey, what if Thrawn is cool and we can still do yeah. Thrawn things? And yeah, so it seems like they're going to just take what's good and leave what's not. And that's fine Scott, with me. when you say back in the day, I know you're thinking like 10 years ago, but that was like 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, no, the books, yes. I just meant when they bought Star Wars and said, hey, sorry, yes. all your books are non-canon now. And everybody got mad. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so, that's you so know, exciting. If you want more Lucasfilm, they did briefly talk about Indiana Jones and a new Willow movie, if anybody cares about those things. But that <laughs> those seem to really be pushed to the back burner uh, uh, for all of this stuff that they were announcing because they really are pushing this streaming media. I want to talk a little bit more about that in a minute when, we, uh, when we're when we done talking about the Marvel. Okay, real quick here. That Willow movie is, he's coming back. Um, he is. Is it a movie or sh- t- series? Is Mark Davis is coming back? For- yeah, he's back. Yeah, I believe it Willow. is a movie. Okay, is it a movie? Okay. He's back as Willow, and we don't know anything else about it. Um, yeah. Weirdly excited about that because I'm not a fan mm. of the original Willow at all. I don't know Ron, why I'm, I don't know why I'm excited. His ears are burning. Yeah. Oh, Ron Howard. His ears are always burning. He's, he gets in the sun and he gets immediate sunburn. That's just yeah, kind of his He just crisps way. up with this in his there. He has to keep the, the shades closed. Yeah, you think he wears a bald, that hat just to cover that bald spot? Mm-mm. Just to protect him from the horrible rays of the sun. All right, so there's all that. Uh, uh, real quick, just a mention of they did the kind of what's coming up from Disney, uh, Pixar and stuff. Uh, they got a Baymax series. 
mm-hmm. Zootopia series, Tiana series, which is based on the frog, Prince and the Frog, or Princess and the Frog, rather. And then a Again, Moana series. All coming to Disney Plus. Yeah, this is a lot of content for their streaming service. Um, mm-hmm. Big Red, or sorry, Turning Red is a new uh, movie Pixar is working on. Mm-hmm. And then they also did a small reveal for Disney Pixar's Lightyear, which is a story <laughs> of supposedly the character that the toy is based on yes and chris evans is doing the voice of the character so tim allen oh, not in this right um but it's supposed to be like a space adventure with the guy who buzz lightyear is based on mm-hmm. which sounds that's cool. super interesting to me yeah mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. i'm in i'm into I, this the weird thing is the some of the stuff that's been released i haven't seen i know somewhere there is a picture of the character Buzz Lightyear floating around the internet if you can find it. Not the toy Buzz Lightyear but the one that's going to be in this TV series. Right. Yeah, it looks, it looks really pretty great. cool. It looks pretty good. Alright, let's jump over to Marvel for a second. We got uh, we got your WandaVision. So we know we about, about all the stuff. So WandaVision comes yeah. next month. So a for month everybody, from tomorrow. Woo. A month from tomorrow we will Finally. be able to watch WandaVision, which is important because then that spins into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the upcoming uh, Spider-Man 3, which I still am going to say is home for the holidays, uh, and a whole bunch more. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that you think that'll be the title? That's the one that I think, just because of my whole European vacation thing from the last. Year. <laughs> that's hilarious. A lot of people I still thought of that. I can't that. wait till the Vegas one, the fourth one. That'll be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so, so that's cool. When did Falcon and Winter Soldier are scheduled for? When? Is that later? I think March. it's March, isn't it? March yeah, 19th. so it's like every okay. other month. Mm-hmm. I believe is when That's we right. get a new Marvel series. Okay. And this is really smart by Disney. Uh, same way with Mandalorian. You know, the next uh, season of Mandalorian, it ends next week. We have to wait till next December before season three arrives. Jeez. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because we're going to get all this other stuff in between. Yeah, that's true. It's been such an amazing season, though. I'm just really going to miss it. But, I, you know, if this if this quality carries through to these other series, to these Marvel projects, like Disney Plus is starting to seem like a really rad place to be at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially, and then the well, price yeah, is so going to go up in March. Now. Aren't they going up to eight bucks in March or something? They are, and that's what I wanted to talk about because I ran some calculations. Right now, they're at eighty-eight million subscribers a month. So one dollar means that every month they're making eighty-eight million dollars right now, yeah, or just over a billion dollars a year for a twelve-month subscription. Okay, their goal is to get to two hundred and forty million subscribers, somewhere between like I think they said two thirty and two sixty. But let's let's admit. 240 million subscribers is not that hard to get. Right. Even if they keep it at $1 extra, that's something like almost $3 billion a year that they get to make just from that $1 increase in subscriptions on top of the regular subscription price. And I guarantee you next year, they're going to up the price by a dollar. They're going to up the price by a dollar for the next four years. Uh, they're going to end up making billions upon billions of dollars for subscriptions. And people are wondering, how are they doing all this Star Wars stuff? How are they doing all this Marvel stuff? This is how they're doing it. Just by this $1 increase, they have paid for two or three seasons worth of Mandalorian. How oh, weird. That's a crazy way to look at it. For all of us, it's like two bucks for everyone. Yeah. For them, it's... I mean, do you think Bob Iger wipes his butt with 20s? Do you think he does? Bob Iger's <laughs> not in charge anymore. Remember that. Well, he Bob came, Iger... But he came I don't back, know right? If he's, Didn't he come? Yeah, I mean, he came back for part of this, but he's not the one that's technically in charge. It's the theme park guy. Oh, And right. I just kind of feel that Bob Iger was like... Saw COVID coming, saw the theme parks getting ready to shut down. I was like, I better get out of here before my job's on the line. Move the theme park guy up. And now, you know, Disney's riding high. And I think he kind of wants back in. Well, he is technically still executive chairman and chairman of the board. So, oh, okay. you know, that's a major position. And at this conference, he he spoke. He was he like, did speak a lot. Yeah. yeah him and him and that guy you mentioned, Bob Chappick, who's the 
mm-hmm. the new CEO. Uh, so it seems like Geiger is still sort of hanging on. And so I'm just going to assume then maybe it's $50 bills, but he's wiping his butt with money. That's what I'm saying. I bet he is. Yeah. He might be. You never know. Very well might be. Um, all right. So well, we already know all about, uh, we already know all about uh, Hawkeye and Loki and Shang-Chi and Dr. Strange and Blade and the Eternals and Thor, Love and Thunder. Although Christian uh, Bale, or uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. Um, Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale was confirmed as the bad guy for Thor, Love and Thunder. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. yep. That's an awesome but we don't know, But we don't know who he's playing. No, he plays Gore. Oh, okay, we do know. Oh, the god, god mm-hmm. killer, the god killer, god killer. No okay. way, dude! I'm stoked for that. That's I'm great. I'm the god yep. killer. Uh, uh, we a, saw a new trailer for Falcon set. and Winter Soldier. Yeah. We saw an extended trailer for What If. All of these things had previously been announced like two years ago at Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, coming up, we have Armor Wars. Uh, Don Cheadle returns uh, to uh, which is going to be interesting uh, um, to basically tell that Armor Wars story from the comic books. Uh, which not my favorite run of Iron Man, but okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which apparently, <laughs> while they've been doing this third Guardians of the Galaxy movie, yeah. uh, they wrote and wrote and shot this holiday special at the same time. Love it. I love it. Crazy. Yeah. I, we get I really Iron... want to know what that is. I want to see that yes. really bad. We get an Iron Groot. Groot, Groot has and I think a, we are... get the Groot family, and they celebrate yeah. Life Day, and B. Arthur yes. comes on and teaches us how to make uh, Groot burgers. <laughs> Uh, Secret Invasion, which we kind of knew was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and this will be, I with believe, the, also Disney Sam Plus. Jackson. With Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Really? Really? So again, all this stuff, except for, let's see, Thor, Shang-Chi, and Did you talk uh, about Doctor what if? Strange. Did you talk about What If? Whatever that, the animated What If yeah, thing? Yeah, What If is the based on the What If uh, series from the, what is it, like the 70s, 80s? 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Sorry, Marvel is like, what if Peter Parker wasn't bitten by the radioactive spider, but instead it was Dr. Octopus? And right. so they'll say, okay, what would happen if that was the case? And so in this one, we get to tell a bunch of those what if stories. Uh, that kind art of is awesome. I love the art oh, style. Of that. So it's such a great mashup of 2D comic art and and normal 3D stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks 3D. really cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm weirdly that's the jump out, the the underdog for yeah. me of, of excitement is that thing. And that'll come out this year. I'm pretty sure that's coming out this year. I think they have yeah, next, year. next year. Next oh, year. Oh, is that what it is next year? Oh. Um, yeah, well, 2021. Uh, 2021. I'm already thinking ahead. <laughs> the cool thing nothing, about what if... Nothing comes out this year, Stephen. Nothing. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, the cool thing about the what if is um, all the actors are reprising their roles in the voice actor role. Oh, yeah, right. That's what's so cool. Like and their Peggy faces Carter, and their likenesses are like all her, in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. They'll, they'll, they'll pop in there. Who yeah. doesn't like Peggy Carter? Nobody, I know, right? Nobody doesn't. Uh, well, apparently ABC, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, ba dum bum We are also getting... Uh, so those are the movies. Uh, so I mentioned the movies. Uh, the Secret Invasion, I believe, is a series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are also getting Ironheart as a series. So Riri Williams gets to step up to uh, play the next uh, Iron Man. She actually is uh, somebody not even connected to Iron Man in any way, shape, or form, except that she gets the plans for an Iron Man suit in the comics, and she builds a better version of uh, Iron Man. And so she becomes Ironheart in the comics. This is like four years ago, I want to say, is when this series came out. So that's a, so com- we're seeing that that's a comic? I didn't, or I mean, I'm sorry, a series? I didn't know that was a series. I thought that was a film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, no, cool. we got no some idea. more movies. I had no idea about that. I didn't even know anything about the character until she popped up in... Um, uh, Marvel Strike Force uh, mm-hmm. last year. I'm like, oh, okay, here's a new character that I don't know anything about. Cool. Yeah, I'm, 
a lot of, uh, of uh, I'll just put in quotes, those people mm. uh, complained about Ironheart because they're like, oh, this is just forced diversification and that's mm. all Marvel yeah. is interested in. Uh, uh, but gotcha. really a well thought out character. F and really, guys. honestly, with Tony Stark gone from the Marvel Universe, uh, spoiler, everybody, um, <laughs> this was the next logical step to do something with uh, an Iron Iron Man character in this form, uh, Ironheart. Yeah, yeah, I'm all into this. This is great. I can't wait. I don't like. I don't know much about her either. I'm. I'm I was gonna ask Brian, but it sounds like she's new to you as well. I'm. I have no new idea what well. to expect. So this to me will be like, you know, brand new content. No expectations. I don't know what to think about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they, they tease something. Announce... Right. Didn't What's they, that? Didn't they tease something a little bit crazy at the end there? And like. Uh... Oh yeah, we'll get to that in just a minute. Okay. Uh, we're getting a Captain Marvel two. Which is which has already been announced. Okay. And we're getting Ms. Marvel. So for everybody who's been playing that Avengers game and you get to play uh, Kamala Khan, uh, guess what? She's getting her own movie mm. uh, coming up in the next uh, year, couple of years. That was cast too, right? We know who she is. That's already been cast. They showed a sizzle reel and everything. Yeah. Uh, looks really good. Yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, then the fun, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that was it, Scott. I think that was uh, the last thing that they announced um, <laughs> at the deal. Yeah, that was all. They didn't talk about any other four no, they, things. They have or, nothing uh, else that they want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't yeah. mention before we get to that one. She Hulk, you didn't mention, right? Oh, She Hulk. Yes. And yeah. um, uh, what's her uh, name? Tatiana Maslany um, has been confirmed. Yes. Oh, that's great. As, uh, she's really got to bulk up. I mean, she's got to, <laughs> she's really going to have to put on some muscle. What do you think I'm of that? Do you think we that see... I'm curious about that. Did you say Blade? they're going to do a Mark Ruffalo on that. Oh yeah. Mark Ruffalo will be on there, mm -hmm. right? He's, that's the mm -hmm. deal. Yeah. Because you know how they capture Mark Ruffalo's appearance in the CG Hulk. Yeah. I wonder if right. they're not going to do that with her and do both the Jennifer Walters and the, um, and she Hulk kind of that same way. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe probably, she'll, probably. Maybe they'll. But we're get... getting uh, Tim Roth back too, from uh -huh. uh, as the as the the leader. <sighs> the Abomination. No way. Or, I'm sorry, the Abomination. That's right. It was uh, the other guy. It was, uh, the other guy from uh, Oh Brother, oh, Warth, Brother Warth, 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 Yeah, who's the leader? They didn't That's say right. anything about him, but it would be. No, cool I want him. Back. Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. I want Tim, Tim Blake, Blake Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> yeah, dude. We thought he was a toad. That'd be great. Bring him in. That's right. So, do we? Did you mention Blade? I don't know if you did. Yeah, we didn't mention Blade. That was one of the things that has already been previously announced. They announced that two years ago at Comic-Con, but there weren't really any updates on that. Yeah, I want Blade back. Real bad. Oh, oh, I know what you're thinking of, Scott. I what? know what you're thinking of is the other big news. Yeah. Um, they did announce the next Ant-Man and the Wasp <laughs> movie, and its title is going to be called Quantumania. Oh, Quantumania! Right. Quantumania. Yeah, so I think that I think we're going to see the Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, the next Spider-Man film, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, uh, WandaVision. All these things are going to be dealing with and even the What If series, these alternate realities and jumping mm -hmm. between dimensions. So, hey, we might get to see Miles Morales uh, pop up in a live-action uh, movie before too long. Yeah, right. that'd be cool. Right. And, and, and I, I think no that's it. That was everything that was announced. <laughs> All right, so there was nothing, there was no, uh, nobody made out of rocks, nobody stretched no, a lot. No, yeah. no, no. Oh, wait, there was this little thing, there was this little thing that people may be aware of, a uh, Hawkeye. Uh, I'm really interested <laughs> oh, in this because Hawkeye, if you yeah. haven't read that Hawkeye series from like, what is it, three, four years ago so now? good. It is really good with yeah. Pizza Dog and uh, all of these oh, things. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that's that, it looks like that is a really good series. Yeah. That logo yeah. looks like that. It's that treatment, it is. that graphic. It, it is totally yeah. based right on that comic. Oh, so I'm it's so going to be excited. really good. That's really yeah. exciting so many, to me because that's so many oh, fantastic yeah, Moon things Moon coming Moon out from Marvel oh, yeah, uh, in Moon the next Night. couple of years. Yeah. What's Moon oh, Knight? Moon Knight. Moon Knight is the other one that you were thinking of, Scott. Right. Like I said, so many fantastic things. <laughs> 
coming out yeah, in the next years from Marvel. I mean, there's probably four some more of them fantastic we know about, Some of them we don't. Like, some of them, they just showed a, a stupid logo. <laughs> right. Some little, well, it's, a, it's the stuff they don't care as much about. It's probably a smaller yeah. production or whatever. But there's this one with a big fat four on it. What do you, what do you know about that? What's that? Uh, oh, oh, apparently they're going to do a Fantastic Four movie. Nobody knows anything about it. It's coming probably 2024. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes sense, right? Do it in 2024. Um, yep. That'll be a wonderful year of horrible political nightmares and uh, the Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh, God, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, can we just, let's just enjoy the next four years. Can we and not even think about 2024? I, oh, I have a new goal, but we'll talk about that on Thursday. I have a new goal. Uh, but if I'm yeah. not mistaken, they did announce. Um, did they not announce the director of the Fantastic Four movie? I thought they did. It's that it's going to be um, the guy who did Spider Man. Yes, uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Far oh. from home guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. He did a great mm-hmm. job. Oh, yeah, there it is. And also, uh, what do you make of all this stuff with all these guest stars coming back that used to be in old Spider Man things that are all coming to, to be in That the is Spider-Man interesting. Thing. Now, the only one that we know of that's semi confirmed, remember when. Um, the guy who played uh, the shocker yeah, uh, uh, popped up and everybody was like, oh, yeah. And, and the rumor was that he was going to be in the movie and people are like him. Django. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden we find out that uh, the guy from Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> is now also going to reprise his role as Doc Ock yeah. in this movie. And yeah, then all of right. a sudden Malia, everybody, yeah. I mean, here, I'm going to I'm going to officially confirm Scott and Brian are returning for Spider-Man. 3. Oh, sweet. <laughs> well, you throw me the I'll be there. I'll be there. Sure. Yeah, I'll be there. No problem. Uh, At the theater. It's a good it pays good. Uh, so. So, yeah, that's a weird thing. It's it's really I mean, it's funny. The Internet ran with it, but it's like two people that might be They're rumored to be. Well, maybe but then there's back. also the rumors that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to pop Dunst. back up, that Kristen Dunst is going to be there, and all these others are starting to pop back up, which kind of, again, if we look at Multiverse of Madness, WandaVision, uh, What If, uh, oh, you know, Kristen Dunst, you mean, you mean, when you say Kristen Dunst, you mean uh, Peggy Blumquist. Is that who you're talking about? Is that who you mean? Um, I guess. <laughs> I've been watching a lot a of Fargo. Thing a, yeah, I've been watching a lot of when, Fargo. Uh, when you get a new hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. yeah. When she She's a season two veteran she's amazing <laughs> amazing in season two that's where she met her husband jesse plemons who are now the cutest right. couple in hollywood as far as i'm concerned little dumpy little white people with their cute little baby they're just amazing <laughs> fat damon and uh yeah, fat damon and uh, uh mary jane anyway uh yeah, all right so, so it looks like the looks like marvel is really going to be leaning heavily into the multiverse all right. Well, I'm into it for the next four years. So and it, that and none means of this includes Spider Verse Two, right? We don't know anything about that from Sony. No, pictures. they didn't talk anything about that. Of course, that's Sony. So right. Disney would not be talking about Sony at this. Right. So if uh, if people are popping up and saying, "Hey, here's what we know is happening in Spider Man," wouldn't have happened at their investor relations meeting saying, "Hey, everybody, go look and see what Sony's doing," because uh, Disney wants people to invest. And in fact, the investment went sky high. Uh, this was uh, over the weekend, the uh, or Friday morning. Uh, the stock prices for Disney hit an all-time high for the last five years. You know, if you could give me the power to resurrect one human being and say, come look and see what happened to your company, I would do it with Walt Disney and his body. I would raise him from the dead. I wouldn't. And I'd go, hey, Walt, and he'd go, well, hello there, son. What's uh, what's going on? <laughs> and I would just show him everything that's happening and just freak him out and then put him back in his coffin after a day or yeah, yeah, I'd probably freak him out because he would be uh, start uh, throwing out some anti-Semitic terms. And <laughs> Look at all the Jews! Look at all these union jobs. <laughs> Wait a minute. Iger? <laughs> Isn't Iger a Jewish name? Like you'd have all those freak out moments? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. He came from a different back in the ice maybe chest. We just, and... Can we just cyborg him or something like that? Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I'm just is saying, there, how many cartoonists, whether you like them or don't like them, how many of those guys can you name that that created this level of legacy? And and you know, well, a lot of that's out of his hands. But that brand is, yeah, it's insane where that's come. <laughs> just insane. same way with former Pixar guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> there's still there's still some issues there. Anyway, yeah. uh, this is a very exciting time to be a fan of all of this stuff. And I've heard some people say, "Don't get so excited because this is too much Star Wars. We're all going to be sick of it." And I say to that, "Listen, to let this. it suck first before you start saying that. Like, mm-hmm. if well, it's going to suck, fine, but we'll give it give it a minute, and it's going to happen. And if it sucks, fine, you can hate it. So but. the other thing to keep in mind is this is stuff over the next three years. Yeah. Okay, from 2021 to 2024. So. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind is that some of this stuff is not going to be targeted towards the main hardcore Star Wars fans. I guarantee you a droid story is going to be aimed at kids. Yeah. It's not going to be aimed at, at the at the grown-ups. Yeah. Uh, you know, so and even if we only get one or two per year, remember how when Netflix was going high with the Marvel stuff and everyone's like, well, this is too much Marvel on Netflix. And that worked out just fine. Yeah. Once or twice a year, we got a couple of Marvel things. That's how the Star Wars is going to go. That's how the the uh, uh, the Marvel is going to go every every other month uh, going forward. And that's how Disney is going to make sure that people keep their subscription so that they can make that almost four billion dollars a year coming four years from now. Because that's how they're going to fund all this stuff. Yep. They're they're notice that all of the, mo- the quote unquote movie announcements that they made were really downplayed compared to everything going to Disney Streaming Plus. In fact, they did announce a couple of movies that were skipping the the uh, theater completely and going right to the streaming. Oh, so yeah. even though HBO Max kind of uh, stumbled and blumbled, bundled, blumbled when they uh, <laughs> when they made their announcement, Disney's doing the same thing. They're just getting everyone on board ahead of time. Well, between those two services, I've enjoyed, you know, call it stumbled or whatever, but I'm enjoying HBO Max so much that mm-hmm. between that and Disney Plus... I'm this close to saying, oh, $17 now, uh, Netflix? Maybe I'll put you on hold for a while. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's tempting. Like, if I didn't have Film Sack in my life, I might, I'd probably do it. Cause, Man, there's a crazy series that just dropped on Netflix. Oh, yeah? I don't know if you guys have what seen it? it. It's called um, Alice in Borderland. It's based. It's a Japanese series, that Netflix original, uh, but it's based on a, a manga uh, series. And if you like the movie Battle Royale or you read the manga Battle Royale, yeah. this is it, but with a game games mentality, like not um, video game mentality, but, you know, games mentality, the like figure out which door you're supposed to open kind of stuff. Right. That's interesting. So it's, it's of kind it. of violent. Uh, I burned through the first season, half of it last night. Uh, it's kind of violent. Uh, but if you're into those kinds of things, that might be something to check out. But hey. yeah, Scott, I'm kind of agreeing with you. If I had to whittle it down uh it would probably be bye bye apple tv until the next ted lazo and uh bye bye um i don't know what else amazon prime well Am- oh. apple's been very smart um and by the way their app on the xbox series x is awesome the apple app on there is great mm-hmm. Holy crap really? i didn't expect that mm-hmm. um we've been watching all their stuff on there and it looks their their encoding is really good but anyway um, they made that so easy to not get rid of now with this low, this whole plus membership oh, thing. Apple got. One, mm-hmm. yeah, the whole mm-hmm. right bundle. Because if you're already getting music, mm-hmm. which I do, it's like, well, I'm basically paying now per month what I was paying for music alone, and now I'm getting arcade and TV and something else. Mm-hmm. And st- and I know that there's a thing on Apple TV that either you or Nicole is going to re- uh, recommend in the next few weeks. Yep. As oh, I yeah. saw a preview for, I'm like, oh, this is this has. Scott and Nicole written all over it. It's Same. a race. I think I know which one you mean. Carter and I yeah. are going to binge that thing. But, uh, yes, Carter especially. So 
so you know that they made that choice easy for me because it's, it's less than I was already paying. But in the mm-hmm. case of Netflix, for them to just say, "Hey, this week that uh, Disney Plus went crazy and announced the whole world is coming to your doorstep for six bucks a month, maybe eight soon. Uh, how about we charge you seventeen ninety nine for the plan you're on?" And uh, yeah, I don't was know, that an increase feels... or a decrease? I forget. It's an in- which one? The Netflix one. Oh, it's an increase for sure. Okay. Yeah, it went from 15. Well, so if you do the four screen plan, which with Ultra HD, 4K, and all that, it's like 15 bucks a month, or it was. Yeah. Until this changed. Now, now it's 17, 17 something. Okay. So yeah, I, I, went, I went and Netflix knocked it down to one screen, down. or I did the, I knocked it down to the one screen deal. All of it went up. All the tiers went up, I should say. And I'm just annoyed by it. It's not like it's a ton of money or anything. It's not like it's not that they don't have value. I just feel like it's really tone deaf. And they, and they do this more often than anyone else. They just keep up in the price. So at some point, they're going to price themselves. Well, but they also are the largest streaming service. So. That's true. They can do it. They can get away with it. But I think they need to be careful, dude. I think they got Yeah, I think it. you'll probably see them slow down quite a bit. Um, but, you know, they're also the ones continuing with the most productions right now. That's true. Ah, it's such a weird world now. It's such a weird TV time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, hey, uh, speaking yeah. of TV, and since I c- usually come on and talk about comics, here's one for you, Scott. All right, go. Uh, you're, you're a fan of this TV series, The Expanse. I love The Expanse. I, I, <laughs> I had to drop it midway through the first season, and I've tried multiple <laughs> times to get into that. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. Sorry, I, I have know. to take this in. But All right, go ahead, but tell me more. Here's the thing. This week from Boom Studios, it is The Expanse number one. I think it's a four-issue miniseries. Uh, that takes place between seasons four and five. Oh, I'll read so this. That, that drops on Wednesday, so you can go get it on Comixology. Not with Comixology Unlimited, but you can get it via Comixology or at the comic book stop. Uh, those kind of things. Yeah, I'm I'm in. I love The Expanse to the point that I would read extra peripheral uh, junk like this. Totally. I'm in. Okay, I'm glad you told me that. I'm downloading that today. Is issue one hits no, today? No, you can't, you can't download it today. You have to wait till Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Okay. So Wednesday, yeah. I will get it and... The Expanse is amazing, and you're crazy for not watching it all the way through. I've tried so many times. I just lose so much interest by the time it gets to uh, something about the, uh, the, the Indian, pro- uh, what is she, the president of the planets or whatever. Oh, she's so and she's good. And she's so great. They're getting ready to haul her out with the with the, the choppers and everything, and I was just like, you know what? I just can't get into this anymore. Her so. name- I've tried so many times. Every time we talk about this guy, you're like, Stephen, give it another chance. And I sit there and I'm like, okay, well, I don't remember what was going on. So let me start at the beginning. I get to that That's same point every time part. and I'm like, yeah, I guess damn so. it, I'm out again. So. I guess so. I don't know. I, f- I loved season one and I I really, I liked everything. And last season was incredible. Gosh, dang it, four was good. Yeah, it was really good. So I could mm-hmm. not be more excited about, it's, there's some of my, this is some of my favorite sci-fi in the history of the genre. I just love it. Love it. I love the books too. And I only read two of them. I should read all of them, but I got... Well, now you got a comic book to add to your Now list. I got a comic book. All right, good recommendation. Any uh, any comics Brian should be reading this week that he would love? Uh, Brian should be reading this week, coming out, since he's a Marvel guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, coming out this week from Marvel Comics, of course, we have... Com- uh, oh, that's Image Comics, sorry. Uh, Black Cat number <laughs> one it. comes out this week. <laughs> um, let's see, what else comes out this week? I thought there was a... There's probably some more in the... Um, King of uh, King of King in Black, the oh, King and Black, Venom thing Black is probably King, coming out. Yeah. There's probably a couple of uh, spinoff series coming off from that. Uh, but let's see. Probably the biggest one is probably Black Hat number one. That's the one that they has the most variant cover. So I'm guessing that's the one they're pushing the hardest. Oh, oh yeah, there's King in Black. Immortal Hulk number one comes out. Oh, I like Immortal Hulk a lot. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, might be a good one for me as well. I love the that mm-hmm. series. Although I'm kind oh, of on also- the wait three months till they're out sort of mode. Mm-hmm. So. 
That's kind of where I'm Spider-Man at too. King yeah. and Black number two comes out. So uh, there you go. You've got a couple. Of be, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. It's like, all right, um, uh, let me see what else is on Marvel Unlimited, and I'll get to those in three months. <laughs> yeah. If there, if I was caught up on everything Marvel ever did, then I'd then I'd be more <laughs> yeah. concerned about the more latest stuff. But right now, it's like, oh man, there's so much there that I'll be mm-hmm. okay waiting a little yeah. bit. I've also yeah, found myself shortage. looking for certain writer artist combos in a way that I usually mm-hmm. don't. That's a weird, that's new for me because I usually don't categorize that way. I usually just like, oh, the latest whatever. Let's read it. But now I'm like, I really like how he draws. I really like how he writes. So I'm just yep. gonna find those two guys and hey, if they meet sometime and do one together, even better. And that's something I'm not used to doing. But uh, I'm being I'm getting more picky about the art. It's weird. Anyway, uh, well done, as always. Always good to talk to Stephen. We knew we'd go a little long with you today, but that's totally fine. Lots of great content. If you want more coverage of all of the things we talked about, plus more, plus more shows and all sorts of stuff, check it out at Majorspoilers.com. Stephen, anything else you'd like to mention before you Uh, Yes, we have been talking so long, it's very important to remind everyone to stay hydrated. Oh, yeah, I got water right here. I'm going to do that. We'll see you later. Here, Brian, look, I got water. I'm just going to sip this. Very good. I don't. I took them upstairs and I did not bring them. I filled them and I did not bring them back down when I brought down my coffee. Well, darn it. Um, Okay. We have to play something very important here at the end of the show. Jamie, a.k.a. TMS Mashups, put together two Ender Files that basically end the year. The best of 2020 for you and me. All right. All right. Uh, I guess this week it's me. Next week it's you. This is all meant to happen right before the end of the year. This is the best of Scott. This is the best of Scott. Now, whether. Enjoy this one because the best of Brian will not be as good. I doubt it very highly. My guess is you sing a lot, and that always makes me laugh. I'm very excited about whatever is in yours. (laughs) However, uh, this apparently is all me. So, this is the best of Scott Johnson 2020. I'm supposed to. Why does it say mute YouTube? Uh, I have to mute the video that I post to YouTube because YouTube oh, is gotcha. for this. Even maybe Twitch will, but I don't care. I mean, they'll okay. they'll just mute me, so I'm not that worried about it. Okay. So here goes. I'm going to pause video. Okay, chat room, you're still hearing it live. So here we go. Enjoy. Ah, hey there, friends. Didn't see you there. 2020. <laughs> what a f***ing colossal metric ton of shit-flaming dumpster fire born out of the ass of Satan that ended up being, am I right? Send your emails to Johnson and Nibbit, okay? Thanks. But leave it to both Scott and Brian to still put out shows every week and keep us all laughing. Seriously, I know I need it. And on that note, let's take a look back at the best moments of 2020 from the top dog, Mr. Frogpants himself, Scott motherfucking Johnson. <laughs> the power of tick-cock. Tick-cock. Hold on. <laughs> Hi, hot dog on a stick. I'm naked. Is that the one where he I- snorts coke from a bum hole? Klobuchar lizard throws a book. Try that again. Klobuchar Charizard. Oh, Klobuchar Charizard throws a book. I gotta go over to Bill Dover's house and get some Chuck Parks. Mary Poppins, what are you? You flopped out your boobies, Mary Poppins, Philip. Yo, baby, peel my banana. Oh, you guys, both my testicles fell off and rolled down the hall and went under the door. Some nasty ass freaking disgusting out in the wild laying in his own shit pig. <laughs> Excuse me. I think Clinton probably would not. 
he'd probably say, can I put my penis in its corpse? Then no way. Don't stop oh the car. Oh, my good God. Jesus <laughs> wow. Christ. This one took a turn. <laughs> you could take a giant poop on my chest. His name is then- Wyatt. Qu- Qu- not Queef. R- Wyatt o- <laughs> Olaf. Olaf. Sorry. <laughs> it came out wrong. It came out totally wrong. I am wearing pants, but the zipper's down and my wiener is out. Uh. Look, it made me burp. I'm so mad. <laughs> You're burping mad. There have been zero days since the last MF. <sighs> Shit! I long for dick. Harry Shaft. Or sorry, Harry. Harry. <laughs> Harry Haft. Sorry, Harry Haft. Where's Merlin now? You gotta come clean. Mom's in the kitchen playing poke my spleen or something like that. <laughs> I hate your post. Go learn to do it differently. This is shit. I'd give her hot tub flapjack boobs. Next time you're out there, Brian, just pound down a whole freaking bottle of Pino Gunar or whatever the hell they're called. It just, it was wow. Some... That was almost the name of a wine. I don't know anything about wine. Dude, I'm going to binge Game of Thrones and see the boobies. Who can Sam? He's a parrot, right? Uh, <laughs> what is he actually? No, he's a toucan. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You got me. I want to talk about dog boobs for just a bit. Yeah. Hey, I'm a monkey with three arms, and I just like to poke my head into a butthole. Ooh, feminine care. Hold on. When you cancel like that, who's going to fill my burrito hole? You're a fat ass who needs to go on a diet. Come get me if you want me, you tubby as fat bitch. <laughs> I look like a Hindu who got drunk before they put their dot in their head. I got a boner. Shut up, Nell. I'm having sex. I'm more likely to spend time with that topless nun that was downtown that one time. You remember her walking around? Your foot vagina, sorry, four foot vagina model was my whole cover band name. I didn't really feel the prick. Right. There you go. I was an Uber taxi driver till I farted real loud and then they kicked me out. <laughs> hey, you want a pomegranate? When you push this button, it makes you take a shit. Stick it in. Put it in me. It took four years for Baby Shark to ascend to the top of YouTube's most played shark, uh, chart, chart, Baby Shark. Philip, what is this dried disc on my hand, Philip? Philip? Holy shit. Move it in. <laughs> slide it in. Slide it in. Softly, gently, but slide it nonetheless. I'm probably the tip guy that starts really? with the tip and then works his way in. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm a... <laughs> I'm one of those guys. I literally just said the words. I'm one of those guys that starts with the tip and works his way in. That's terrible. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that at all. But that's how it came out. (laughs) Oh, my Lord, Jamie. Went to town. Best of the year, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, that was what you get. So now you can kind of get an idea of what Brian's will be like. It'll be some of no the stuff. No kidding. By the way, You're freaking, freaking Liam, Liam O'Brien. O'Brien. What? I didn't What's expect that. What's gloss over that? Holy cow. Holy crap, dude. I had no idea. I talked to Liam every other day, and he never said anything. He's the most tight-lipped. He knows how to do this because he does voice he work does. in video games and movies and TV and stuff. And when he does that, he has to live by some strict rules about you know not telling anyone anything. So he's a pro at not telling me anything, and he didn't tell me. I had no idea. That was great. So, Liam, I know you're listening. You're the man. Thank you for that. Uh, he claims our show means a lot to him. So, uh, I cannot believe Jamie got him to do that. Jamie, you're some kind of wizard. You're a wizard. All right. Can't wait <laughs> for next wizard. week. We'll hear the best of Brian Ibbett for 2020. That'll be next Monday, celebrating the final waning moments of 2020. All right. Can't wait. Okay. Can't Brian. wait. That was awesome. All right. Um, and I have re-zoomed the YouTube thing. So sorry, YouTubers. You missed out on some really good stuff, but I guess the music was super cut. Go listen to the podcast. Podcast. Yeah. So do that. Free. It's free. Yeah, it's free. Uh, it's free. Popeye? Like Popeye. 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 <laughs>
I know. I barely said it like that, but yet we both go Popeye. Like Can't Popeye, right? Like Popeye. Not you've, Popeye? You've ruined me on that thing so bad. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Hey, uh, in the meantime, uh, head on over to frogpants.com slash TMS and uh, see what you want over there. There's a link to Jamie's stuff, so you can go find him at, at TMS Mashups on Twitter. We're at Morning Stream, Scott Johnson and Coverville. And uh, we'd love your emails as well, themorningstream at gmail.com. I think that's going to do it. Tomorrow's a new day. Got new stuff. Before all of that, though, we should probably leave with a song from Brian Ibbett. Yeah. This one goes out to JD, who says, Hey, guys, just wanted to hear this song on the show. You guys introduced me to Bear Ghost, among others, and I love them. They did a few Christmas song covers, so please play one. Any time of December is good. If that's no good, then you can unfriend me. Oh, we haven't played that in a while. Should we do that? Unfriend. Oh, how do I? How do I do? Did I ever record him doing that? Or what did I have him do that we always laugh at? Shit. Oh, I don't remember. The Uh, the jury. Yeah. uh, Here, I'll play this for fun. No, I mean, I I, I, I guess. There you go. (laughs) That's what you're getting. There you go. That's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. Uh, Yeah, this is brand new from Bear Ghost. Uh, They just uh, created a... Um, a new EP just un- un- dropped it. They just dropped it is the way to say it. Just dropped a brand new EP called invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Uh, it is bear ghost. We've played them on the show before and they're awesome. Here is their cover of Louis Armstrong's that you Santa Claus. Oh my gosh. Going that's fantastic. JD. Yeah. We'll check it out. Uh, grats JD, everybody else. Thanks for listening. And well, JD too. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. We'll be yeah. back tomorrow with a bunch of new stuff. We'll see you then. He's making a list, he's checking it twice, he's gonna find out who's naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming. Is that you, Santa Claus? Gifts I'm preparing for some Christmas sharing, but I've paused because
explain why I was shaking that way. Bet I could see old Santa in the keyhole. I'll get to the cars. One peek and I'll try there. Oh, there's an eye there! Say that's you! This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I really went hyper diaper.